your shows, your entertainment, and your network. This is Rant EMU. I said it earlier when I talked to Mad Dog Vashon on yesterday's program. I have never, Nick Bockwinkle, seen you take such a beating in spite of the fact that you still remain the heavyweight champion of the world. It's marvelous how everybody turns their head when Mad Dog Vashon gets into the ring. He takes liberties, and I have no idea why they allow him to get away with what he does. He manhandles my, refer my, my manager. He manhandles the referee, as far as I'm concerned. He has no regard for the dignity and the, and the class that, is, that this championship belt holds. And what does the guy do? He just, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I said before, I should have never gotten into the Hold ring. Hold it, Wally Carvel, Wally Speaking Carvel. of dignity, you two fellas have no dignity at all. And you, and you broke every single rule in the book. Now, I know I had a tough time after Rashawn won the Battle Royal. You know you were to meet the winner of the Battle Royal. I had a tough time signing you, but believe me, now I know you didn't want that first match. Now I know I got a tough job to do, but I'm going to do everything in my power to get you back in the ring against Mad Dog Vashon if I can. And I know you're I can do it. You're a sick man, Carbo. No, you're I'm going to tell you that right Wait now. A minute. I'm going to tell you I will do everything in my power to make sure that you fail. I will be on the phone with Stanley Blackburn. You say I broke every rule? Let Stanley Blackburn of the championship committee look at the tape of that match and tell me I broke every rule. If anybody broke every rule, it was Mad Dog Rashad. Well, I have no idea. It, what do you mean I initiated it? The man tells you right out in front that he's going to break rules. All right, get off. Shut Bye. And you. I'm going to tell you something. I would not like to be in your shoes when we got in store for you. He store for me? You got nothing Wait a minute, Wally Carbo. Well, let me tell you something simple. Mad Dog Vashon goes out there, he breaks every rule in professional wrestling. He abides by nothing, and he gets by with everything. And then Carbo has the gall to come out here and says he got something in store for me, for the world's champion. Who do they think they're dictating to? I'm the manager of the world's heavyweight champion. You think we're a bunch of peons off the street? No, sir. This is a champion of the Bobby world. Bobby Heenan, this box, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to wrap more action no after this. Goodness! Ah! Unnecessary pyro, LA Knight. That's all I had to say. Unnecessary pyro. Because you received the championship belt. Anyways. I guess I'll vent about that a little bit later. Whatever. Doesn't matter, to be honest with you. <sighs> Boy, am I tired. Oh my god. Well, I don't believe that, and I can't believe he took a bump. Wait a minute. Uh, 
I'm watching something here. Give me a... I'm a little enthralled. I'm in... Uh, wow. I'll be damned. Does he have wrestling shoes on, Ted DiBiase? No, he doesn't. He's got regular old... Uh, Hold on. Oh, wait a minute. This is, uh... This might be interesting. Uh, let me see. Can I pipe up the audio quick? Okay, he's beating the hell out of him. Hold on. This is, uh... This is definitely a turn... Uh, an interesting uh, turn of events that I'm witnessing here on, uh... On NXT. Uh... My goodness, um, I want to see if I could replay that, because that was uh, that was impressive, in my opinion. Let me see something here. No, I want the USA Network, not the USA Channel collection. All right, hold on. Can we let me pipe up the USA Network? Let me see if we can. Uh, Can we rewind any of this? I guess not. Alright. So, Tuesday night. June 15th, 2021, episode 689 of The Rant is officially live across the airwaves of Rant Entertainment Media, RantyMRadio.com. Tune in radio, Stitcher, iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and a plethora of other platforms. Welcome one and all. After a one-week hiatus, we are back in some form. We're back live on the air. More on that in just a second. But hello, everybody, if you're listening to us live. Join us in the chat room, rantemradio.com, and participate in the discussion. Also, follow us on Discord. Call us on Discord. Rant AM Radio, hashtag 9233. If you want to take part in what probably will be a very entertaining discussion. Can't promise you it's going to be, uh, you know, all wrestling. Oh, 690, excuse me. We're at 690 in terms of the episode count. So, uh, so yeah. Anyways, Double A, as always, being joined by... Not being joined by Tony... Oh, well, we're being joined by uh, a Scott Hall impersonator. Hey, yo. So, nah, that's Tony's line. What's going on, everybody? It's, uh... Uh, and, of course, the audio cut out when he went to go do his... Champion! There you go. They'll uh, hear it on the recording. They'll hear it. So, Tony C. is not here this uh, this week. Tony C. is out celebrating his anniversary. Um, he actually asked happy for anniversary, yeah, happy anniversary. He actually asked for permission, and I'm like, you don't have to ask for permission. No, I thought that. He just said like, <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be there. I'm going on. Well, I mean, come on now. I, I anniversary. Mean, it's, 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 it's the evening, so I mean, come on now. We all married, man. We know what's up. I know. I know you're listening, Tony. So you don't have to ask for permission. He better not be listening. He probably is. He probably is, though. If he's not a mobbing gay, if he's if he's or he's listening in the car, in that Mustang of his, and if you're going out, 
Okay, you better be taking the Saturday night wheels. I don't want to hear that you're driving around in that Kia that you guys own. He better be out in that dinner, dinner, dinner. <laughs> exactly. I don't know where they would have gone out to eat, but um, you know, or, or or just drive the the, the great city of Orlando, Florida. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Another person conspicuous by his absence is the silver don't one. Don't do it, Dudley. Don't do it. I have Please, to. Don't. I have to. So the silver one is also not here uh, this week, and he wasn't here last week. And neither was Tony C. By the way, so let me let me let me touch on what happened last week. So last week, uh, I knew Surfer was not going to be on the show, but Tony C. at the last minute had a family emergency, and um, and couldn't do the show. And I took the opportunity. I said, you know what? Tony C, go deal with your thing. I had asked Lee to be a part of the show, but at the last minute, I said, you know what? I need the rest. Let's just do the show on Thursday. Thursday came around, and I, Tony C still uh, was dealing with some stuff, and I said, you know what? Let's just put it off till next week, because work-wise, it's been a little heavy for me. In fact, I worked until 8.15 today, so, uh, so work has been busy. It's been stressful. So... Uh, so yeah, I took the opportunity last week. I said, you know what? Fine, we'll just uh, have the week off, and um, and I'll just try to get to a little R and R. I still went to bed late on Tuesday, but uh, but still, you know. But uh, I was going to do the show today, regardless of whether Lee was here or not. And of course, oh excuse me, I don't know if you see hey. that. You see that text message, Lee. <laughs> They're taking a yacht. They're taking. They're taking a. They're taking the yacht on wheels. They're taking a Land Rover. Excuse me. Um, Excuse me. But he would have to. Look, he's, he's. He's not even supposed to be tuning in right. Now. He's listening. I knew he'd be listening. He can't. He can't not listen. Mine wouldn't tolerate that. And mine wouldn't either. Mine wouldn't either. I remember one time. One time. This is when we were still dating. I made the cardinal mistake one Saturday night, okay, <laughs> of, of, you know, saying my goodbyes and everything. I said, okay, I'm going to go home. I'm tired or whatever. And on my way home, I called in to the Wrestling College show. And she happened to tune in just to see if I was there. And sure enough, there I was. Wow. And I got caught. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, back up, back up, back up, back up. I thought you were going to say that you were calling while y'all were out together. No, I've done that. I've done that, but but I, I'm saying that I ended the evening and I called into the college show. He knew you too well, dude. And, 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 I, well. and I got an earful. I think I got an earful before I got home. Like I got a text. I got a very uh, disappointed text message when I got home. Wow, I wasn't ready for that. One. I, I think I, I, I think I did finish out the night though on the college show. My man said she teamed down to see if you were on. She knows me well. Wow, she knows me well. I mean, you know, all of our women know us well. Oh, they're on their way to dinner—a late dinner. Oh, where are you going, Ruth? Chris? I know that's their one of their favorite haunts for a nice steak. You know. 
Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so I, I got caught <laughs> on the college show, uh, after, uh, ending the evening. So, yeah. yeah, that's funny. But no, um, so yeah, Tony's, Tony's listening, obviously. I knew he wouldn't be able to not listen. You know? I figured he would, but I mean, he probably got one earbud. And one nah, he's got us piped in to all six or seven speakers in the Land Rover. I don't know how many speakers the Land Rover has, but we're 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 booming. He's probably got it turned all the way up, bass all the way down. So if you talk like this, it'll vibrate throughout the speakers. You know, good one. He's gonna have no show on what he on. And uh, and yeah, so so yeah, he's out celebrating. I'll be the rest of the evening if I did something. What was that? I said I wouldn't get talked to for the rest of the evening. It'd be instant attitude. Why don't you just spend your anniversary? Oh, he's at oh, oh, he's at home. He's gonna have the dinner at home. They're picking up Ruth Christ, and they're taking it home. So. No, but no. Now, you know what it is? He, okay, then she's probably still at home, setting the table, and he's out there running to get the stuff real quick. Yeah, but why are you? Why are you in her car then? <laughs> I guarantee you that she's not with him. His wife isn't with him. It's no way she's tolerating him being able to listening to the show on the anniversary. Well, I don't know. I, listen, I've met, I've met, I've met Tony C's wife. Uh, you know, I've spent time with her a couple of times, and uh, and she's, you know, she's a very cool cat. You know, she's a very cool Broke lady. Very down to earth. Like, whatever makes you happy, you know. Whatever makes you happy. Listen, that that WrestleMania weekend in Orlando, that Tony C came to do the show with me in the hotel room, and then to, me and Tony C hung out like 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 another five hours after we did the show, and she sat there and watched me and Tony C watch Power Rangers. Yeah, that that yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, a good C, woman, right? If you screw that up, if you screw that up, you're an idiot. Oh, Ruth in the hotel. Excuse me. So he's in a hotel. Yeah. So wait a minute. Hold on. Let me let me stop right there. So you are going. You you are contemplating doing the show while at your hotel. Yeah. I mean, if you were at home, that's one thing. But uh, but no, Tony. Come on. You know me better than that. And he would have Power Rangers on in the background. Jeez, I mean, he probably still will, but <laughs> no. But I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, my wife puts up with a lot of my uh, my foolishness as well. You know, I, I make her sit through a lot of a lot of nonsense. So, well, I mean, in all fairness, she knew she was getting herself into. Yeah, yeah. Look, I told I've told her many times. Listen, you signed the dotted line. <laughs> Literally, she knew to tune into that. Um, she knew it was a Saturday evening at eleven o'clock. She knew to tune in. To, she needs to log in to see if you was on. So she trust, get trust me, trust me, trust me. My my antics on the air have have caught me some uh, hot water a couple of times. So as long as she don't go back and listen to uh, old episodes, you should be good. No, no. I mean, those were she. She knows that there's a there's a character, and then there's the real person, and then the person on okay, the air you. is a character, and um, gotcha. you know. So she knows that. Of course, that took a little explaining. In the in the early days, but uh, but yeah, she knows there's a character and so she don't have no beef with the current uh, vice president of the United States of America. What? <laughs> I said, so she doesn't have any beef with our vice president of the United States. No, of America. she doesn't. Okay, okay. 
No, no, no. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was, I was trying to piece it together. Listen, uh, my mind is not working completely, but yeah, yeah. She, she doesn't have any problems. Um, okay. But then again, I don't know when the last time she listened to the show was. So, <laughs> uh, but sometimes I get you know when we're on super late. Sometimes I get that you know the door creaks open and I get that that look like really. <laughs> well, if anyone notices, I mean, like it's very rare. And I'm, I'm I'm pretty sure that you know she's probably like okay, well you know this is a doesn't happen often because back mm-hmm. in the day, oh yeah, it I was mean, well back in the day it was eight o'clock. That's what the difference was. Yeah, yeah, and so it's it eight o'clock, and then you would go tell you would go to like he no, eleven, maybe two hours or three. They gave me two with a third on tape, and I would go. I would take the three hours, and then a lot of times we would stay on Skype, bullshitting till whenever, but. Man, I was working at Whole Foods, and I was—I would get there at eleven. Yeah, and I cut the show on, and y'all still would be on. Especially when we had uh, Lala, Shane, all those people. That was way back in the day. Oh, it was, man, <laughs> it was late back when at, at a drama. Oh yeah. <laughs> and I was going to ask you the other day when last time you spoke to Lex. I haven't. I haven't. Um, I haven't like actually sat down and have a conversation with Lex, but I mean, we, we exchange, you know, BS on Facebook every so often. I, I, I just commented on something. He posted something, um, like two weeks ago, uh, something about, um, it was something that caught my attention and I, and I couldn't resist making a comment about it. And, and we had a little back and forth, but I mean, we, we still exchange messages here and there. I mean, uh, you know, Lex is one of those people that he, he um, he beats to his own. Uh, he marches to his own drum, and um, you know there's nothing wrong with that. And you know I'm not. He's living a life. He's living a. He's, he's living a life. Living a life. Uh, he, listen. He here. Here's a guy. Okay, I've Whose done this. Whose wife sh- will support him in in, in all that? So that's that's right there. You talk about Tony C's wife supporting him, and man, Lex Lex wrote the book. Too, he gets involved. Lex wrote the book though. On, on being a stay-at-home dad and the wife bringing home the bacon and all that. So um, what, what it was is that I took on Lex when Lex was 19, I think. And now his son's like 19, right? His son is like 500 years old at this point. But no, um, <laughs> no, I mean, I've been doing the show 14 years next month. Y'all got to do a reunion. Y'all got to do a 13. Wait, wait, 2007. So, yeah, 14, 14 years is going to be in July. And then I knew Lex like a year before that. So, we're talking, I've so known you Lex. Started, you started 2007? I started 2007, and me and Lex started doing stuff in 2006. We started, like, collaborating on different things in 2006. Mm. So we're go, we're going fifteen years and almost fifteen years that we've known each other, and um, and Lex was nineteen. I remember because Lex is a New Year's Eve baby. That I remember. So Lex's I remember birthday. I remember, and Lala's birthday. I always remember that. His and Lala's the next day. Right. Lex was born December. Not a new, he's not a New Year's Eve. He's born. If I'm not mistaken, December 30th, 1988. So that would no, put... No, 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 no. He's either New Year's Eve or New Year's Day. 
He's yeah. not the thirtieth. He's either the thirty-first or the. 40th. Then it's the no. Then it's the it's this, it's definitely December. So it has to be New Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah, he's the thirty-first, and Lala's the first. Thing. Okay, so he was born December thirty-first, nineteen eighty-eight. So I started talking to Lex when in two thousand six, when Lex was eighteen years old, just about or almost eighteen years old, when he started because at those times I was running a wrestling theme page on MySpace. And he became a fan you of that. This is this is back in MySpace days. You and still have it? Do I still have it? You know what it is? I logged into it. I logged into my personal one about two months ago, and there's nothing there. Um, no? No. I mean, they have changed the site so much that it's unrecognizable. But if you go and you dig in, like if you have pictures and stuff, they're still there. Is Tom still your friend? I, I delete. Tom was the first person I took out when I signed up for MySpace. <laughs> so, um, I know you could delete Tom. Yeah, you could delete Tom. Um, and then what was it? And then I started the wrestling, the, the theme page. And double A themes. Double A themes. And that's where I had a, we had a, I had a big following there. We were doing, um, every week we would swap out the, the themes this is, this is how Lex comes into play. I would swap out the themes and then we would do other things on the page like uh, trivia and blogs and I would post articles every so often and if there was breaking news somewhere, I would post breaking news and blah, 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 blah. And I was averaging in those times, I was averaging about, I don't know, 25, 30,000 downloads a week on just wow. music, just on the wrestling music. And then one of the other people that followed us was uh, the Impact Player, which actually I just reconnected with him on Facebook recently. Real quick, real quick before you go any further, I just want to say this. Yes. If you were getting that many followers in those times, you could have yeah. did the same thing on YouTube and they I, didn't pay money. I could have, yeah. In those times, though, I was I was more dedicated than I than I am in in the sense of growing. The brand. I, I don't have the time right now to grow things the way I could have or I have in the past. Because you got to okay, remember, you could, you could have put it on there and just sat and just left it there, and you could have generated that residual. I mean, because think about how how we, you and I, and I mean, like all of us, just go on there and look at the themes. And well, look, look just at. Play well, I can't make money off the off the themes because it's not my music. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's so right. I couldn't do that. And actually, I got flagged a couple of times on MySpace for that very reason. So, um, yeah, so I was doing that, those downloads. And then here comes this, uh, this guy called the impact player. And I, we start exchanging messages and he's in the early stages or the early times of doing this podcast. And I listen and I'm like, Oh, this is pretty cool. You do a good show and blah, blah, blah. You're pretty funny with your, um, with your partner, um, Robbie. And, um, and and I said I could do this, and and I kind of like I had one of those wand microphones. I don't want like a Bob Barker microphone. Wait, did you go buy this stuff? No, no, no. I, this is a, I already had it. I already had it. Knew nothing about audio production. I knew very basic audio production, not I'm what I know now. Basic from huh? Where did you get the basic from? Did you like learn that? And I think it was just trial and error. And I was always, uh, um, I was always the type 
when I when when I was in high school, I used to burn and sell CDs. That was my side hustle. So I would burn and sell CDs, and then once in a while, I would have to maybe cut something off at the end of the track. Like maybe there was a static or something to clean up the track and then burn it onto the CD. So I knew the basics, like how to cut something at the end or at the beginning. But the actual like you know audio production, I didn't know anything about. So I had the one mic, which came with my first computer, and I still had it. And I was never the type to get on camera, get on them. I got on a mic a couple of times doing this and doing that, but never recording myself and putting myself out there on the internet. So I said, okay, let me try. And I recorded the show. I think it took me to do a three hour, to do a three minute show. It took me like two hours to do. And um, I edited, put it all up. And that's how the show started. And it started on MySpace. First show, second show, third. You know, I started doing the shows. And by the time I got to like episode five or six, that's when Lex came in and said, you know what, I want to do a podcast too. I said, well, let's do this. Since we're working together on this page, I'll host the show one week. Then you take, you do the show the following week. And I'll handle you know, all the back end stuff, the posting and, and all that garbage. He said, okay. We did that for a couple of months, still on MySpace. And then on a, like on a Friday night, I think it was, I'm doing some research and this and that. And I found this website to do, um, to do a live show. And it was blog talk radio. I did it. It was horrible. Horrible. We had only done like six shows at this point. It was horrible. One of the worst shows ever. The sound quality was bad. There was lots of dead silence. Everything. And I said, oh, we're not going to do this. We're not going to do a live show. And I took the show offline and I kind of like tucked it away somewhere. Never to be heard from again. We then, uh, I start, we continued to tape the show. And when we get to January of twenty of two thousand eight, the Royal Rumble is coming up, and I believe that Sunday of the Rumble, if my memory is right, that that Sunday we did a kind of like an impromptu show type thing and I said I can't do it on this one website so I found another website that was now live and we did the the Royal Rumble show where John Cena returned and all that stuff it sounded good it ended up being very good and I said okay why don't we just go live every week we picked a day it was Thursday nights and then Lex went and complicated things by getting married and having a kid and that's where the that's where the long list of co-hosts started after that, and um, and somewhere in the, in the in the mix of things, Ed came along. But Ed had come originally from the from MySpace as well. Ed was a part of that group because it was a group of like four or five of us that was doing the the stuff on MySpace, and um, he came from MySpace. And um, now I come to think, but where the hell did Mstar come from? So you're the only horseman that's been around since the beginning. Uh, yeah. Only one on the show. You're the, you're the Tommy Oliver of the whole thing. No. Pretty much. But then again, I'm the one that started it, you know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't mean 
anything. Some people start stuff and they still, I mean, look at Esther Rose. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Some people start stuff and they, they dip. And they but they, but she came back. <laughs> she finished look the show. Vendigo. That's true. That's true. But no, I've, um, and like, I personally have not, I'm, I have only not hosted this show where there's been somebody else in the chair 690 times, I think five times, five or six times, that I've, I myself have not hosted the show in, in its entirety. I remember one show, this is in the early days of doing the show live. Uh, my voice went out right before going on the air. I said, I'm not going to do the show, but I don't want to cancel it either. So I just went on the air. I kind of like, okay, we're going to do a show, but I can't talk and there's no Lex this week. So I'm just going to open the phones and whoever wants to call in can host. And I left the, I let the, I let the callers do the show for like two hours. Wow! So I, did, I have that. I do have that. I don't remember the episode number, but I do have it. That's it was funny. one of the early ones. It was like twenty something in the twenties. Um, I uh, but yeah, no. So I've known Lex a long time. His wife, um, I he was a part of the show when he got married, and then his kid was born shortly thereafter. I think after fact, Lex's wife did the stinger. That's right. Or the previous time. She did do the stinger. Uh, let me see. Do I have that uh, riddle? I believe I do. Uh, hold on. I know I have it here. Uh, Were you able to retrieve everything back? I remember when it was a. I was. It's still, still, still working on that. But I have, I have, I have some stuff. I have some stuff. Um, I know I have it. Actually, you know what? Hold on. No, you know what? I'm not gonna pull out pull out the uh, the hard drive that I have with some of the old stuff, but um, I know I have the uh, the Stinger ID here. TWR. Well, I know it's on YouTube. The the story of the Stinger. I can play that. I don't care. That that's ancient history, by the way, of uh, of the drama. But as you can see. When I when my when I'm into it and building, you can see what happens. We had a huge network in those times. Um, let me see. Here we go. Here's the story. Here's the origin. This is the Talk Wrestling Radio Network. All the wrestling with none of the ego. My God, that's a female. How did that happen? Oh. I'm making that. Who's that? Um, that's 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 Lex's that's, girl. That's sultry as hell. Damn, it is. <laughs> that gives a wrong impression about the show. Let me give you. Gonna, <laughs> let me give you some insight. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna come in expecting like sultry hot chicks talking about wrestling, and it's our fat asses. <laughs> so, Lex, Lex is having his girl do this, right? Because that's the only female we know that is even remotely involved in any of these shows, really. So, that's happening, and he's trying to get his wife to do this. And meanwhile, Double A is like, make her do it sexier. Make her do it sexier. <laughs> Horn it up by 20%. And th- it's just... 
And that is a hundred percent true. I can't lie about that. So <laughs> you sound like one of those uh, Jewish porn star directors. Sometimes, yes, I know. That was uh, a. That, I mean, that, that's, that's what that clip made you sound like. That was from January seventh, two thousand twelve. So. Um, oh, man, I cannot believe that was almost a decade ago. Uh-huh. So, that, um, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, think about it. This network's been around for eight years now. That's crazy. Um, like, I, it's hard to believe that I have some, you know, the, the amount of shows I've done, the amount of time I've spent. Um, I mean, just alone, if I'm, if I'm just doing the math, on just the rant, okay? 690 with a rough two hour, two and a half hour runtime, okay? That is, uh, just doing the rant, I have done over 1,700 hours. Mm. Just the rant. And I've probably have done all together between all the pay per views. Um, all the specials, the various times I sat in on the call-in show, um, and all the other shows I've sat in on, the entire run of Freaks and Effing Geeks. Yeah. Um, you're talking, I've spent three, four thousand hours on the year. A lot. It's a lot. Lot to do. Lot. Lot of time to talk. But um, but no, I, it's hard to believe. Fifteen. Oh, well, you know, it's gonna be fourteen. But it's like, okay, well, fifteen years is a round number. But it's like, oh God, I can't believe that. You know, when you say two thousand seven, it's like that's another lifetime ago. Yeah, that's the crazy part. Um, and so much has changed in. In all, in so many years, I mean, we did the show two, three. We started doing the show like a month after the Chris Benoit tragedy. So wrestling already yeah. was beginning, beginning its change. We were there when it when they went HD. We were there when uh, the various moves of channels and networks and impact went head to head with Raw and uh, the various. Uh, you know, the, the launch of the WWE Network and, you know, the rise and fall of uh, different pay-per-views and other promotions. And, you know, we've seen thousands of matches. Talked about so much wrestling. Think about this. Here's another just weird fact, okay? When we started doing the show in 2007... In July, it was in April of 2008 that Jim Ross was taken off commentary on Monday Night Raw. So it's been 13 years that JR was taken off commentary on Raw, and we've been on the air during the entire, pretty much the Michael Cole era in the WWE. Yeah, that's crazy. Cause I don't even remember anything from 07 and WWE. Like, I don't remember anything from, like, I remember some flips and stuff for me, just here and there seeing some things. Mm-hmm. But from when 2005 came around, 
I start watching TNA, and then um, I didn't watch WWE. Like I watch every now and then. I watch. No, no, hold up. No, I didn't. And then um, I was watching UFC and watching ROH through DVDs. Mm-hmm. But like you said, 2017 like a lifetime ago, and, and and just to put it in some perspective, 1997 <laughs> is closer to 2007 yeah. than we are right now. Uh huh. And yeah, you know, it's it's just it's just weird because I mean these years have gone by so fast. I mean, I when I first came on to listening and everything, I was early thirties. I think I was like thirty one, maybe. Leah, I was, and I'm almost almost mid forties now. Lee, I was twenty five years old when I started doing this show. I'm going to be thirty nine next month. Yeah, nobody. So, um. So yeah, I mean, I mean, and, and of course. And tell them what I thought this week, right? Tell them what I thought this week. That you thought this week? Yeah, I sent you a text message. Let me see here. I have to go back and see here. No, you're gonna go back because I sent you a text message, and I was like, "Wait a minute." Um, like everything good? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I remember. And you asked me, "Are you sure you're not?" Uh, you're not uh, winding down operations or whatever, however you worded it. I'm like, no, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Um, no, 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 no. I just needed the week off. But um, it seemed like you were kind of going along with you, like, okay, 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 okay. No, because look, I, listen, I'm at a point now. I've gone through so much drama doing this damn show. I've lost brain cells and God knows what else. Uh, you would have thought. Uh, that I'm sure if, if somebody were to like analyze me, you would have thought I would have been hooked on some drug or something with the amount of issues I've had uh, doing this damn uh, show for as long as I have. But um, but no no no. Sometimes you just need a little respite, and uh, I took the opportunity uh, that Tony C was not going to be there, and Sur- a new surfer wasn't going to be there, and um, and I just decided, okay, you know what? Maybe we'll just bow out this week and and I'll go and recharge the proverbial batteries because because you know notice I I we are much easier to miss a show now than I was maybe four years ago whereas we never it was unheard of that the show was did not do a show for the week even if I did the sh- if I didn't do the show Tuesday, I did the show at some point during the week. Now, if I don't do the show, it's not a big deal. So, um, that's amazing. For one person to be running everything and every all the life events that have taken place, yeah, that, and you still manage to, I mean, consistently dedicate a little bit of time. Event. Yeah, I I have a uh, I have my little uh, schedule that I like, kind of like I go by. Um, you know, I, I do certain um, certain network things that need to be done, taken care of. Like on Thursday, that's when I do, um, you know, because there's shows that air here on Wednesday. And Thursday is when those shows go up on the feed. I check to see if there's uh, any new episodes of The Midnight Jury that I might miss that need to be updated. If Fridays, if Phil gets me the shows, if I'm up... Usually, turnbuckle throwbacks will get up. The like the replay will get up on Fridays. If not, Saturdays uh, sometimes on a, it might 
roll over to Sunday at all. I, I'm not going to lie. Uh, usually Monday is my big um, big day where I do all the network business for the week in terms of I update the feed, I reset what needs to be reset, uh, upload shows, you know, the Shiny Wizards is usually on on Mondays. I prepare for the rant. I get everything ready. A lot of people don't know that on Mondays, I finish out my day with the family at around 11 o'clock and then I plop down here on the computer on Monday night and I'm usually here till about 12 30 1 o'clock in the morning doing what I got to do um to prepare for the I'm show Monday I mean ain't nothing like anything come on but, uh, right. we're, well we're but still I could do it during raw but I still kind of watch raw kind oh, of God. I use the word kind of um but, but you uh, watch AEW though. That's funny. I did. I, I didn't watch. You I did not watch AEW. I watched that segment. No, Double A. You watch AEW. No, I did not. First of all, first of all, ten o'clock on a Friday night is not the most ideal wrestling time. Okay, because that's when they're on right now because of the NBA. It was when you watch SmackDown. They were not on at ten o'clock. They weren't on at ten o'clock, but. I'll say this then. You, you're able to tell me. And I didn't, by the way, I didn't watch SmackDown when it was on Fridays, usually. So, anyways. Well, you know, just so people know, I'll just say this, and I'm not going to go into detail. If you do, at a later date, you can. But Samoa Joe's not around anymore. He got the release from WWE, as most of you know. The WWE. Let me me stop you right there. He's back. He's back. So he, oh, oh, he's back where? On NXT. He returned today. Samoa Joe in? Yeah. Doing what? He, um, I don't know if they explained it in detail because I have not watched NXT, but I was expl- waiting for them to, um, oh, wait a minute, here we go. So here we, we've got the video, actually. Um, hold on. Give me, give me, give me, give me one second while the damn thing loads. Here we go. Here we go. Cast a long shadow and have large shoes to fill. So I cannot accept. But I'll make you this offer. You see, I've always understood that I made your life hell while I was here. But I always afforded you respect. And with that being said... I would be more than happy to ensure that you receive the respect that you deserve from everybody. So, long story short, Joe is William Regal's quote-unquote enforcer, for lack of better terms. They could have just put him with Roman in them. It's like they had nothing to do on the main roster. If anything, he could have been. They could have found something for him to do there. They're just being ridiculous. This man, no, but you know what? With Brock Lesnar and all these other people in the center, and this is—I'm not saying NXT NXT is a bad thing. It's probably better for him career-wise for him to be down there. Mm -hmm. You're under the radar, but it's just the fact of like, well, no, not yeah. yeah. He was doing very good on commentary. He was doing very good on commentary. Yeah. Um. No, apparently, I read a story yesterday or the day before, leading up to this, that. Triple H was from the second it happened, he was not happy that Samoa Joe was released, and I guess he had been yeah, he, politicking to bring him back. You know, 
Yeah, I mean, when you got people that, that would take uh, Eva Marie or Mongo McMichael over Samoa Joe, they clearly have a problem in the head. Uh-huh. Just like people that don't like Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks. You know, there's something wrong with that. Okay. You need to be examined. Okay. So, so what I was going to tell the world was, world, AA has it out. Like, if he could, if he could kill Cody Rhodes and Barry him and get away with it, he could do it. Kill no. He has it out for Cody Rhodes. I do have it out for Cody Rhodes, yes. But I wouldn't, and he, he, wouldn't he, off he's him. He's anyone who's a part of AEW, bringing AEW to fruition. Mm. He's, he's a problem anyone mm. that, that, that helped do, has part in that. You're wrong like there. Him. That's where you're wrong. I have a problem with you, with, you, you with Curtin. Nice about any of the founders of AEW, no. not nail one of them. I really don't have bad about all of them. I really don't have any any major issues with Chris Jericho. I think I've I've got some issues with Chris Jericho oh, because he should not. I, well, out of shape, yes, but should he be wrestling? I don't think he should be off main focal point at this point in in, in AEW. But at all, the, the, when all of us got into wrestling, double A, we were got into wrestling with Duffy Rose, Adrian Adonis, out of shape in a different Bunch, way. Andre, no one cared. No one ever cared about people being in shape. Out of shape in a different way. Out of shape in a different way. I don't mean it like that. Samoa Joe, come oh, on, he'll always be sloppy. Umaga, you just you just don't like. You don't like Cody. And I don't like Cody. Funny, and I have to admit, it's just the fact of you're just, you just, I, I just look at you like you just, I, I just imagine you watching Cody come down and you just shake your head like some nerd. Yeah, exactly. I do. I do. Why does he get, why is he the, it's just because it's eight, because mm-hmm. it's conference. You just don't. No. You never had a problem with Cody before, ever. Ever. You're right. I, I'm going to, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt and say, you're right, but the problem is, is that he is selling himself. Okay. No, listen, listen. What I'm, listen to what I'm about to say. He is selling himself as God's gift to wrestling. And listen, he may be very good for the industry. That part I'm not going to uh, take away from him. But when he's the only person in the company coming down the middle of the entranceway, getting a huge intro with fireworks and everything for a goddamn promo, and then everybody else, including his coach, Arn Anderson, is coming out from the side tunnel while he's walking down the middle, I think it's, I think it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. He took himself out the world title picture. I don't care about that. I mean, what'd you say? I don't care about that. I care about what I see on my television at that exact moment. And that has been a constant since the promotion debuted. You didn't cry loud. You didn't cry loud and spare not when it came to them zombies being on TV. Or when it comes to Chris, uh, when it comes to Cody Rhodes. I think, I think, I think we were not on the air when the zombies came came out. But I was, I was, I was upset about the zombies. Not like you were about. What about this? Oh come on! Where you act. You, you act. Was, you act like I, I spent two hours messaging you about this. You messaged me about this, and what were the exact words you used when you when you when you said um, it wasn't disgusting? It was. And you somehow I'll tell you right. Got me. I'll tell you right. Uh, 
right now because uh, I'm scrolling through your messages of jump, rattle, and roll. Um, jump, on. rattle, roll. <laughs> Don't put that out there. No, you said, um, here it is. Inexcusable. Said, um, inexcusable was the word I used. That's inexcusable. Come on, dude. It is. That, this is what you said. This is what you said. This is the way. And, and it, it, let me see. It's inexcusable. But anyways, but no, he came out. No, the reason why I was I will be back. No, if I have to do, it says um, and he does that. In, no, it's obnoxious. He does that entrance every time he comes out, even if it's multiple times in the show. He's the only one who gets to come out from the middle, from the side, I believe. Uh, one of the two, no, I said, where does Omega come out? You were like, from one of the tubes. <laughs> and Arn Anderson comes out. I, why would Arn Anderson come out the two people who come out together from separate interest ways? That's inexcusable. Come on, dude. Yeah, Imagine it is. Imagine came out of the tube, but Flair came out of the middle. And I, I think it's ridiculous. And I, no, this is what I asked you. I said, as heels, no one would care. You know you could see Hunter do something like that with Evolution. And you said you couldn't. I can't. Now you said regardless. Listen, I could see. No, I could just, listen, listen, listen. I what I could see, okay, which I have seen. I could see Triple H coming out first and doing his whole pose down and everything, and then the guys come out after him. But having your own specific entrance way is a bit much. No, this is what you said. He doesn't deserve all that pomp and circumstance. He doesn't. He's doing cartwheels in his grave with that nonsense. You I'm, can't stand him and you... I can't stand what I see on my TV every week from him. <laughs> Wait a minute. Dusty came out with a dirty shirt, nothing more, <laughs> and got over. That was Dusty's gimmick. I get that, but there's been a lot of people that have come out in just a dirty shirt and got over. Yep, Lou Popper did. I didn't get him over. I just feel as though there's nothing that... You're trying to say I have a bias, and I don't. It's just... It, this no, is, because men's wrestlers, you don't have a problem with it at all. Like, you're cool with them. You don't have anything negative to say. And as soon as you find out they sign with AEW... No! You're wrong. Sting, to Big Show, Sting I got an Henry. issue. No, I didn't have an issue with Big... I said, I why? I asked. I didn't have an issue with Mark Henry either. If he, if that's yeah, what he... he did. I did not. Yeah. I said... I was like, uh, I'm... For me... Here's here's the issue. I don't have an issue with Big Show or Mark Henry going to AEW. I have an issue with Sting, but I don't have an issue with Big Show or, or Mark Henry. And I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to tell you why. Sting was never w, He was never WWE. Sting was. He should have never wrestled in WWE. You. That's why you got it backwards. I'd rather him never have wrestled in WWE. Just went to the Hall of Fame and then went to AEW. But that's not AEW, my. But that's not why I was upset WWE. though. But that's not why I was upset though. I was upset because his career was just flat out over. Over. No one's career is over in wrestling double A. You know I, I know, but he shouldn't be coming. Out. I don't have, if it was back, just an appearance, back, if it was just an appearance, it's one thing, but wrestling is something else. But anyways. If he had to do the same thing in like ROH or somewhere else, and did, you would have been like, whatever. I would not have liked it. I would not have you liked it. You know what? It. But, but we've been over that. We've been over that. But 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 yeah, my thing. you just making up stories. No, I'm not. I'm not. Listen. But the thing with Big Show and Mark Henry, I don't have an issue with them going to AEW because whatever. I guess their time. Mark Henry surprised me a little because Mark Henry was a 
you know, I think he was one of those WWE guys that had got one of those 25 year contracts. And I thought, I thought he would never go anywhere else, but WWE, I mean, he's never worked anywhere else besides WWE. Um, big show, big show goes where, you know, the dollar signs are. Cause I don't think big show is looking to wrestle to be honest with you. He's already he's already got enough enough miles on his body, and if he wrestles, eh, well, whatever. But the thing was is that why I went uh is because I was like, okay, well, here's another WWE guy. It's like I I understand that guys got to work, right? I understand that a hundred percent. But you're gonna you're gonna hear me. No, no, no you're gonna hear me. Go, uh, the minute Braun Strowman shows up in AEW. You're going to hear me go, and and I'm going to tell you, you're going to hear me go, uh, even bigger, because the rumors are that um, Aleister Black is already currently having talks with AEW to make his debut the week prior to uh, All Out in September. Okay. All right, I'll say the, the double A, and I'll leave it alone. And by the way, I'm you not an Alistair Black fan. You, period. Go ahead. I know, and I'm not either. But I'll say this: you having you having an issue with the legends or whatever? I don't care because at the end of the day, if they're not wrestling, they're just there. They're not taking up any one spot. They're not wrestling. Not, and, and let's be honest: they're not taking up roles like WWE has been known to do in the past. They're either there in management capacity. They're not taking up precious screen time. They're always sharing with younger talent. So it's not like they're just hogging up stuff. They're in roles where it, it helps, you know, because there are people that will don't watch wrestling on a regular basis, and they might flip through the channel and be like, oh, there's such and such, and see what's going on, and they might flip or whatever. But as for the newer talent, anyone who's been released, I don't give it – how can you be upset with someone who's been released, dude? Like, they need to work. Where, it's else, not, where do you expect like, Braun Strowman? Where do you expect him to go? I get that, Lee. I'm not – that part – The listen, the logic is there. I get it, a hundred percent. But the minute I go and I see that Braun Strowman signs on the dotted line, comes out on uh, AEW television, and then next month, the following month, is in the main event for a title match, that upsets me. He's not going to be in the main event. How do you know? How do you? Who, how many people have come over and have been in? You can't say that, dude. Out of the, uh, since they had AEW, how many champions have they had? Three. Three. I get that, but you don't know what he doesn't and necessarily. Many, he doesn't necessarily have to win right. the. He doesn't have to win the title. The fact that, that he'll be matter, put dude. in the. We grew in the, up with people doing that, man. We grew up with people coming in and just getting title shots. We talk about it all the time. Hogan did it. Sting did it. Um, and TNA they did it all the time. They did it in WWE when they brought Brock back. They brought Sid. I mean, and I criticized TNA every, every time they did it. Every time TNA did it, I criticized them. Say it again. Every time TNA did it, I criticized them. That's why I did this show. I think I criticized, but WWF did it all the time, too. Luger came in, he was main event. Flair came in, he was main event. The Brain Busters came in, they were tag team champions. Those, no, no, no. We are talking, no, no. You want to compare something that happened... Thirty years ago to what's happening it now. Of course, it does. It does. Ha- it does matter. It's still happening. No, it they does matter. Get a pass because it happened thirty years ago. Of course, that's what. That's how I look at it. Because so when is when did you mark it off and say okay now it's no longer acceptable? Because listen, Braun Strowman is not a good wrestler. Braun Strowman has no business being in the main event of 
of any wrestling promotion until he yet, hones his craft. But wait, W. Of course, go back and listen to the shows because I was not a fan of Braun Strowman. Anytime he was in the main event, uh, Strowman again. I don't want to. I don't. I was okay with Strowman winning the title once and having it for a cup of coffee. But after that, how many times did Strowman get to that point and did not win the title? And then you're like, okay, well, move on to the next one. But no, the next six, seven, eight months, it was Strowman, 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 Strowman. And I got tired of it. They do it with everybody. They do it with everybody. That um, he's 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 just an example. The point is, is that somebody like Strowman has no business working the main event of a major wrestling promotion. But yet, if AEW signs him... But that's all speculation. That's all speculation. You can't, you can't, I get that. You can't send somebody to jail for something they haven't done. This is in the minority mm-hmm. report. All right, I'll, I'll, so okay. let me, okay, so let me ask so, you, what do you think about... The, there's, a, there's an article that came out just today. What do you think about this? I want you to listen to this. I don't know if you've heard this. This is AEW, so this goes... Back to their business practices and how they're handling things okay, right now. That article, just ask me this to read the article. Outside of, outside of, um, this the only person that was not there when they first started the company was uh, Dean Ambrose. Outside of Dean Ambrose, who automatically did not go into the world title picture, it took some time. But outside of him, who else that came over there that was in the world title picture from another from WWE? They didn't do it with Mir. They didn't do it with Rusev. They didn't do it with Brody. He's a Lee. champion. They didn't do it with anybody else who went over there. None they of those put a, guys okay. went over with the world title picture. They didn't do it with Matt Hardy. All those guys, they found other things for them to do. I don't know, but okay. I'm just saying they have been outside of ROH and in New Japan. Like they've been, they've done a great job of like just not having all of these champions come out. Like they're giving the guys decent runs. And I'll say that when you come to the, the problem I've always had with people like Ron Strowman, Andre the Giant, um, what was that guy's name? Ryback. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, for the life of me, I've been trying to rig- I've been trying to figure out what was that guy who looked like George Steele, who like had anxiety issues, and they brought him back, and then he's gone again. Um, he was in NXT. Uh, he's got all that hair on him. You remember that? You know who? Ball guy. He looks like a mutant. No, I don't. Remember. You know what? I don't remember. I don't remember. He was in NXT. Um, he was on NXT, and he was. Uh, then he put him on Raw. They drafted him to Raw. Did he had anxiety he issues? On, um, say it again. Did he had anxiety? Yeah, like, they, were like they, they said when he went to the main roster, like he couldn't handle. Oh, 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 um, oh, oh, oh. Lars, Lars Sullivan. Lars, yeah, yeah. He was a he was a pervert, also. A reputable pervert. True. That was true. A pervert oh. and a uh, a bigot. So on top of being anxious, he's a pervert and a bigot. Oh, no. <laughs> so, <laughs> three, well, wait, three reasons why WWE had to release him. So, uh, so yeah, go ahead. I didn't even know that he got released. I, thought he I think he did get released. I think he got released at the beginning of the year, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I'll say, when you got guys that's big like that, man, that's the problem they had with the big show. And they started that whole big show season thing. And then they had to come back and cry, wash, wash, rinse, repeat. Is that when you got these big guys like that, Ali and all of that, giving them title was one thing, but then how do you get the championship off of them? You just can't have them going around losing matches. And that's the problem with Braun Strowman. Like, it was like, okay, you he won, but I stick by this. Braun Strowman was fine. I hadn't had a problem with him. Yeah, you're right. He couldn't wrestle. I mean, he's a brawler. 
the, the you know what killed his career in WWE? That WrestleMania when he teamed up with that referee's kid. Yeah. That he was never the same after that. No, he wasn't. So here we go. Here's the thing with Lars Sullivan. He was released in January. Um and it was mainly due to his anxiety issues. But um <laughs> he uh he had a long, repeated history of uh, of poor behavior that include a slew of racist, sexist, homophobic, and otherwise offensive comments that were made online. He was fined $100,000 by WWE, and he, wow. was, he was ordered to complete sensitivity training due to his comments. And then it was revealed he after did, he... He didn't make that much money to begin with? It's possible he did. It's possible. Um, and then it was revealed seven months after all this came to light that he also, uh, prior to his wrestling career, under the pseudonym uh, Mitch uh, Bennett, he performed in uh, homosexual pornographic films. So Lies. What do you mean lies? Lies, dude. <laughs> that dude looked like... <laughs> it looked like a... It looked... Listen, like a with everything that's been going on with... with, with uh, the Velveteen Dream. This is not uh, completely unbelievable. Well, Velveteen Dream doesn't surprise me any, but this dude, like, here's the I thing: mean, where, 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 where did vetting come from? They don't do their due diligence, their background checks on these people. They don't vet these. I mean, like, <sighs> but but that's the thing: that. you can't. Here's the thing: if you yourself. Okay. Where to say? Okay, I'm going to do a background on Double A. It's not going to be that easy to find to see if I've done anything offensive on the internet for you. But if you become, but if wait a minute, if you become a a public figure, it's not so much a company that uh, that does the background search will find anything. It's the people that go and they spend thousands and thousands and thousands of minutes and hours looking for for dirt just to embarrass you look at look at look at all the wrestlers look at all the wrestlers that have had uh leaks over the last couple of years page uh tony storm um there's been a couple of others um xavier woods and brad maddox was a part of that um those things weren't those things were just in, in they were they were inappropriate. Company. They right. were wrong things. No, they weren't wrong things. But the point what I I'm mean, trying the point like, what I'm trying to make business. is no. But the point of what I'm trying to make with this is that you have to do a lot of digging and a lot of looking to find that stuff to unearth it. And once it's unearthed, that's it. It's all over the place. So there's going there's always going to be somebody. But that's the thing. Nobody was going to go and. Um, I know the leaks were were one thing. Yeah, like, who's sending dick pics in twenty twenty one, knowing that knowing that that person can put your business out there? Listen, like who's who's sending dick pics, knowing that immediately? What woman out there is, is, is showing? Let me ask you this. Immediately, let me ask you this, uh, Lee. Of all the male regulars that have been on this show and on this network, how many people do you think have done that? And how many people do you think still do it today without naming any names? I could I could tell you of a couple. Well, this network. Yeah, or just in general, 
that we've known Ooh. over the years? That we've known? Probably three. I know one for sure, and I, I don't need to name names because well, you and I... one that we all know. That yeah, he, that, he, he, that he would deny it, you know, from um, here to kingdom I, come. I but. He would even, at this day and age, I don't think he would deny it. He probably would laugh and be like, yeah, I did that. Um, as far as... I mean, who... But I'm saying there's people in the past who probably... But I'm saying there's probably people that might have done it with their spouses and stuff like that. That's it's different. Like, we're talking. We're talking. We're talking. Just like, openly, Whoa. like, "Hey, what's up? Here's check this out." Type thing. We're not talking about a private interaction here. Openly exchanged pictures like that. You mean like if somebody's DM, like, "Hey, girl, that's what I'm dealing." You know, look, 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 look what I'm dealing girl. with. Yeah, type of thing. Yeah. I mean, outside of the one, and maybe I, I can't think of nobody else outside of. That one, I can think of a few. <laughs> I could me, I could think of a few. I could think of. I probably You're going back to your previous co-host days. I'm going back to my Maybe. previous co-host days to my previous interactions. Oh, no, of the current people. Listen, I don't think. Listen, we can't even get Surfer to take a picture of a, of, of his satchel. I don't think Surfer's doing that. Don't fall for that. You know what? Somebody like him would be the main one. He probably would do one with just <laughs> only the satchel on. Listen, we can't make too much fun of Surfer. He's going through some tough times <laughs> right like, now. Him and his statue will be like Shawn Michaels in a championship belt. Exactly. <laughs> but at least that champ- like, at least that championship belt was polished before they took pictures. Like uh, with that log behind that surfer. He's like, it's me, okay? Like uh, with that log behind that satchel. That's me. Hugh. Hugh. <laughs> Hugh Morris. Um but no, I could I could Definitely think of if I put if I were to get a piece of paper and give me five minutes, I probably could name ten names. Come on, dude. Yeah, I probably could. There's nobody. I know. I, I would like to believe that a lot of people have. I've never in my life done anything like that. Okay, let, like let me. Okay, air, I'm going to spat out on on air thing. They might say. I'm going to spat out a name. I'm going to spat out one name. And you tell me if it's possible or not. And if, by me spouting out the name, nobody's going to know who I'm talking about. Tom. You will say uh, not Ralph. Um, no, not Ralph. But uh, I could say Ralph. But name. but Tom. Not Randy. Not Randy. Who? Tom. The lesbian. Yeah. Um. No, no, Tom. You don't think so? I do. No. I do. No. No. I do. No. <laughs> okay. Now, 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 doing stuff is like Tom went on this thing where he was done with like. All right, I'll give you another I mean, one. He, he, I'll give you another name, and and only longtime listeners will know who I'm talking about. Oliver. Uh, I I could see Oliver doing that, but never admitting to it. And it it, it would be like in a, because like he kind of has to do it. Okay. You know, I mean, it's like, I mean, what choice do I have? I mean, like, but Oliver was like seven foot five, so I mean, <laughs> he probably proud of your job. But yeah, I mean, he 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 was like, uh, what's that one, uh, 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 um, Morishima or whatever. I think he was like some Minnesota giant. Now there are there are people that that are still, you know, slave over a hot microphone that I think do that. I know you're gonna say. I know one person. I'm not gonna mention names, but I, yeah, you know. I mention names. I know one person you're thinking of. 
with their championship belt. But yeah, 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 yeah. That, stupidly, that by the way, yeah. stupidly. Say it again. Stupidly, by the way. Hey, Absolutely. can I can like, I see it? Like, okay. And then wonder how they got the <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing this with you today. You know, I know that there's uh, been a been a drunk on the air that has done it. Um, well, I I can flat out say it, M Star, because we've talked about how he how he sent to uh, to me one day a picture of him doing the Shawn Michaels Playgirl pose. So, yeah, I can see him doing something like that. Um, let me see who else. Uh, I think there's I think there's a few people who are no longer with us that uh Yes. 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 That would have done that. Yes. Including one that should never have done it, but but he did it anyway. I mean, because I mean, anytime you can have sex on the air. That's true. <laughs> Wait till you get home. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> Oh man! When you get home, it's done. I had nothing on but the television <laughs> <laughs> at the college show. No, dude, I don't. Um, that's crazy, though. I, I didn't. I, that goes to show how. By the way, by the way, Tony C, don't get any ideas. I know you're listening still. Oh, man. That's crazy. No, I mean. You know, but yeah, who's doing that in 2021? I don't have any. I don't have any doubts. I worded it wrong. Listen, but because listen to this, because who in their right mind is doing it in 2021? You know, people do it every day. Who in their right mind knowing the consequence or what could possibly the possibilities? Who's doing in their right mind? Who's doing it and not being careful about it is what you should be asking. Because I would have, you know, you could do it, I guess, and and be careful about it. In, in the sense of, um, I don't know, I don't know what's the, you could do it in a clandestine type of way, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, and and even, but but I, but here's the thing: for years, for years though, when I when I started doing this show for years, probably the first five, six, seven years of the show, I questioned. I said, "How come this this stuff never has ever happened in wrestling?" Because there was always the the there was. First, when I started doing the show, that was when the um, the Kim Kardashian Ray J tape had leaked, and that was the big, the big, the big one yeah, at that time. That was a big deal. Yeah. And I remember then there was some other ones. I think there was a Paris Hilton one after that, and there was a few that came. You know, was the first one? No, I think the first big. It had to be one. What was the first big one? I mean, well, that Pam was the Anderson one, but. Pam Anderson was That's, the first yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, hey, what's that one that blonde used to be? Um, Nicole, uh, no, what's her name? Paris Hilton. She had one. No, no, I'm trying to think. What's her face had one? Nicole. Nicole um, Richie? She died. Oh, she died? Um, um, Anna Nicole Smith? Anna, uh, yeah, Anna Nicole Smith. I, th- I think she did. But then again, she also, well, you know what? Most of these people have did pose for her for Playboy anyway. But, but anyways... In in regards of this, there was a succession of leaks that had happened, you know, over the course of several years, 
I said, I'm surprised this has never happened in wrestling. Like, there's never been any type of leak. Because, you know, pro wrestlers are known to be one of the biggest degenerates in, in, in the world. So, I was surprised, and then, lo and behold, the leak started. I remember... Um, if I remember correctly, the first, the first major one. Of course, it was the guys. Um, I think. I think it was. Uh, I'm trying to think, because I remember we had a big discussion with Swax on the air about Buff it. Bagwell. Was it Buff? I mean, well, Buff Bagwell didn't do it. Well, he did his. I mean, just, he did his voluntarily. On HBO, yeah. um, I think it may have been Seth Rollins. And well, look how many years that took. Years. That was like 2016, 17. Okay, and I remember talking to, but I'm sure there was somebody before before him because I remember talking because I remember talking with Swax about this on the air. There's a, there's a name right there that probably has done this. Oh man. Um, he looks nothing like he talks. Yeah, I know. I know. He looks like he runs a he sits in a chair outside of a pawn shop, but he looks nothing <laughs> like that. So he, I, he, he, I mean, he's, I'm sorry. He sounds like his name would be Sal. Yeah, but he. I remember he was an avid collector of all things wrestling, according to him. And, Those stickers, remember the and, stickers, and the stickers, like? and, and things like that. So. So yeah, I, I think that was one of the big ones, and then there was, you know, a long list that came after that. But um, <laughs> but yeah, it just was. Uh, it just it, it hasn't happened in, in wrestling as as much as has happened in other you know genres, you know, other sports and and the mainstream uh, entertainment uh, field. But but anyways. Back to I don't even know where the hell why we got off on this uh, got off on this I don't even know how we ended up um, Lars Sullivan Lars Sullivan but how did we end up with oh because you were talking about people getting released um, so yeah no I'm talking about the monsters and how yeah you know these guys shouldn't even have title, title championships to begin with like they're 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 an attraction and their match alone should should be on a level where it's like. Like Andre, like Undertaker. Undertaker didn't need a championship. His streak was a championship. Andre the Giant didn't need a championship because just Andre being in a match was like on the level of a, a championship match. Like it was like, okay. Speaking. You know, and that's how some of those guys should be. Like you don't put them in situations where, you know, because then now you have to show a weak spot in order to, and then once they lose, it takes away from the whole, like Undertaker should have lost the streak. Right. Um, then you do the whole undefeated streak with people and stuff. I mean, like Oscar, her big thing was the streak, the streak, the streak, the streak, the streak, and she left NNT with that streak intact. Yeah. And now it's like, well, I mean, ever since she lost, what has she, what has she done? I mean, don't get me wrong, she's been the, she, she's been women champion, woman champion. No one even knew she was a champion all that time. Yeah. Yep. And then I mean, there were some other people who were back in the day. I mean. Besides, outside of Tatanka, I remember Goldust Streak. Remember Gold? You remember Goldberg Streak? Um, I don't even think they advertised Goldust Streak like that. Goldust was, no. was was undefeated for a while. I don't remember them doing that when he first got in. Goldust. No, but I don't remember them making it a big deal. 
Yeah, they didn't make a big deal out of it. Yeah. Um, but, um, and I'm trying to think of who else. I can't remember who else, but yeah, man, he didn't. Um, and Tatanka, his, I never understand how Tatanka even got a streak to begin with. Yeah, I've never, I was never a fan of Tatanka. He just didn't do it for me. Neither, neither did. Man. Um, real quick, I just wanted to read this article. This is from Forbes. AEW is financially in the red. So, yeah, here we go. Here so, we go. I, but but listen, listen to the reason why here they're. You know why they're in the red. Take a, take a wild guess of why they're in the red. Pyro, I don't know. No, no, no. Think, I want you to think about it. What could be the one reason why AEW would be in the red? I don't know, Double A, because I don't watch AEW. So I don't, I don't have anything to bash about because I don't watch. AEW you said... Watch, you watch, uh, I you don't, watch them every week. So I don't watch them every week, so, uh, so yeah. Um, AEW is said to be financially in the red at the moment due to... And this should come as no surprise. Here we go. Video game development. They're in the red. That doesn't even make sense. Exactly. They, a bunch of video game freaks, are running a wrestling promotion, and all their money that they're spending is on this AEW video game that they want it to be greater then the greatest wrestling game of all time, as told by many, um, No Mercy. That's my, that's my, oh, No Mercy, okay. So, uh, so, so uh, Forbes uh, said, uh, the 43, the 43.75 million AEW received from TNT last year made up a large share of its revenue, but that's a rounding error compared to the publicly traded WWE's record $974 million in revenue in 2020. Still, AEW's pay-per-view numbers and ticket sales are growing, and the new show will add to its coffers. Khan expects its wrestling division to be profitable this year, uh, though an eight-figure investment in video game development will keep the company in the red for now. Tony's father, Shahid Khan, was quoted with his thoughts on AEW being started. I absolutely didn't think it was a good idea. But I told Tony, look, when I'm dead and gone, I'm going to be leaving you and your sister with a lot of money. So why don't you blow some of it while I'm still alive? So uh, that's pretty much it. They're pouring all their money into the video game. You know, it's their money to spend, so... I guess... It's a silly thing to blow your money on. Because what if that video game fails? I mean, I'd rather spend money on that video game than spend it on Eva Marie. See, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to talk about that Eva Marie thing, I guess, right now. So, she debuted unexpectedly last night on Raw. No, she did. Well, it was advertised at the last minute. (laughs) But still, um, she debuted, and she didn't wrestle. Actually, Piper Niven from NXT UK wrestled in her place and defeated Naomi. Oh, I'm surprised you look knew where she was from because everybody else. No, I, because I had read I had read a couple of days earlier that she was going to be the uh, the muscle. You know, people pay for these these WWE network subscriptions, and I'm I'm curious what they actually watch on that network because they obviously don't watch NXT and they don't watch UK and they don't watch. And anything else, and, they, and and all these Raw and SmackDowns are on delay. So, what yeah. are you watching on this network? Yeah. Outside these specials. 
Um, I don't think people use these, these special subscriptions to the network. I think they just watch the specials and, and just sit there. Yeah, I believe it. Well, because look, look, I got the WWE Network, so I wasn't spending $55 a month anymore on pay-per-views. Well, somebody like you, it, it, was a, it made sense. It made like, sense, but I utilized the network to the unteenth degree, you know? So you save money. I save money and I get a lot out of it. But these are people that are that accrued that got a different. These are people who were. And I'll I'll even tell you I'll even tell you something else. When WWE had their um, on demand channel, twenty four seven, I paid for that. I was I was a subscriber. I don't remember how much I paid, but I paid for it. And then they discontinued the service like a year before they launched the network. So WWE was getting, let's say ten, let's say it was ten dollars, uh, the on-demand service. Um, they were getting sixty-five dollars if there was one pay-per-view a month from me each and every month. Yeah, you got all of them. And then now, now tie that in with theory. tie that in with um, if there was a, an event here in Miami. You know, that was a couple hundred dollars right there. Uh, well, you, when you, you start getting all, of the, all the events? When I started doing the show. <laughs> so 2000, 2007. WWE. Okay. I only did WWE events because in those times when I was doing the show, I, I, was, I was watching TNA, but TNA... When did you... The network started in 2014, right? What, the WWE Network? Yeah, 2014. So for seven years, you got all of them. For all the, yeah, I got all the pay per view. I got all the events. Oh wait, and, are you, how much? Are you, oh, you're, oh, you're talking about how many pay per views? Um, and WrestleMania usually costs. I'll tell you, I'll tell you how much money you spent total. I'll tell you right now. Uh, Twelve. Okay, times Mania, seven. Mania was more, right? They got at least for me. They got at least forty seven hundred dollars. Just in pay-per-view. Wow. Just in pay-per-view. Yeah. WWE. I've given WWE over the past 15 years. I've given WWE probably about twelve thousand dollars, twelve to thirteen thousand dollars. I've given a section eight house. I've given. Uh, I've. Both times at WrestleMania cost me a couple of thousand dollars. Each time I go to a WWE event, cost me one fifty, two hundred, sometimes three hundred dollars. Pay per views generally were a little bit more. Um, and I'm also I'm also including parking and and the 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 customary dinner afterwards because we would always go out to dinner after the event. Um. So yeah, I mean, I've WWE's gotten twelve to thirteen thousand dollars of my money, and there was a time I used to buy some merchandise too. I've got a I've got a drawer full of wrestling T-shirts that I bought that they were cool that I like them. There's a John Cena shirt in there. Oh yeah, no doubt. There's a John Cena. There's a Miz shirt. I've got a. Uh, I've got even though that we don't like him, I liked his T-shirt enough for me to buy it. I have a Mr. Kennedy shirt. Whatever. I have, um, actually, I think, I think I have two Miz shirts, now that I think about it. 
I have a Randy Orton shirt. I have um, I have an Undertaker shirt. Um, I've got a few. I've got a, I've got a bunch of shirts. I don't remember them all, but I've got a jersey. I've got a WrestleMania jersey with my name on it. Doesn't not my not my government name. It says Double A on the back. Um, that cost me ninety five dollars. Mm. Big money. I bought that during WrestleMania in Miami. <clears throat> um, yeah. So, you know, WWE's gotten gotten a few bucks out of me over the years. Um, I've never bought. No, I take that back. I have bought a WWE video game in recent memory. Not in recent memory, but in the last fifteen years, I've bought a WWE video game. So they've got video game money for me. Um, I tell you something, Double A. I've never bought. I have never. You know what? I've never purchased a WWE pay per view. Ever. Um. Back in the nineties, um, I purchased all of my memorabilia, t-shirts, posters, pay-per-view. I got every pay-per-view that WCW put out. Um, it's not well, obviously not from the beginning because you know it had to be from one of the time when I from a uh, from ninety. This is after NWO. It's actually after um, I went to the Bash. <laughs> um, no, that's a lie. I didn't get. I didn't get the one on paper with Hogan. I started with the uh, Hogwild where he beat uh, the Giant, the Giant, and I got every pay per view up until I don't know when I stopped. I'd have to see when I stopped. Um, but definitely, definitely some somewhere in ninety eight I stopped. W- somewhere in ninety eight I stopped. Yeah, WCW pay per views for me. I didn't buy. Um... The only WCW pay-per-view I ever bought was Wrestle War 92. I'll never forget, 2295, Sunday afternoon. We ordered a Domino's pizza. I remember I remember that very vividly. And I, I invited my friend Ryan over. I said, listen, I'm ordering the pay-per-view. My mom's giving me the money. And we're going to order a pizza. So if you want to come over, come over because we're going to, you know, we're going to watch it. Uh, because then by the time 95 rolled around, I think, 95 or 96, had the black box for a handful of years. You know what? I lied to you. I got the, the only the only WWE pay-per-view I ever got. The only one the only one I ever got, and I was didn't care for it because it was just long, and some parts of it was boring, was WrestleMania 7. And I was on such a high from WrestleMania 6 and the whole thing, because I like the Warrior and all that stuff. And then when WrestleMania Seven came around, I remember getting it, and I was like, "It felt flat." Uh, yeah, and I didn't. I mean, I, I I was just really pumped to get it, and I couldn't believe that. You know, my mom was like, "Yeah, you can get it." That's the, she bought that one. But as far as my own money spent, then I spent money to go down to the arena to see WWE. But I've never paper. I've never got a pay per view. I've always um found other ways to be able to enjoy the show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, WCW, I mean, and I've only been to one WCW event. I've told that story. Worst, one of the worst events I've ever been to. Um, that was Bash at the Beach 99. Um, 
I wish I would have. I wish I would have gone to uh, Nitro. Uh, I was, I've never, I've never been to a Nitro because number one, they never. For some reason, there was something about Miami that they didn't come here that often. And we're talking both promotions. We're talking both um, uh, WWE and uh, WCW. The promotion, the promotion that used to come here to South Florida a lot. Ironically, was ECW. They were here all the time. Um, I think WCW came to Miami in 95. The second Nitro was in Miami. Didn't go. Then they didn't come back to Miami for... Ninety. They came in September of ninety-five. They didn't come back until July, June or July of ninety-eight. So you really years. didn't get ruffled like that. Uh-uh. And the WWF didn't come. I think the WWF came. Yeah. The closest they came was West Palm Beach in February of ninety-eight. And then the next time that they were close enough for me to go was um, they had a, a New Year's Day edition of Raw uh, in Miami in 2000. So that was two years right there. They, they were not here. And then after that one in 2000, the next time that they were in Miami was three years later in 2003. So it, it, it was a while. They didn't come down. And then they started coming down more and more. And we haven't had uh, a Raw or a SmackDown here for a couple of years, and um, they're going to come. Uh, Raw's going to be down here for Labor Day. <sighs> I don't know. AEW's been down here more times than WWE has in the last couple of years. So the last five years, huh? Because I can't remember. The last thing I've been to in the last five years, and I can't remember, it was, let me see. I've been but to, didn't you go to a SmackDown recently with your wife? Yeah, went to, so I'll tell you when we went. Um, we went to uh, NXT show, went to a SmackDown. We went to a, hmm, I went to a SmackDown prior to that. Um, so I went to two SmackDowns. Um, I went to a, what is it called? Uh, NXT. Um, it was a t. It wasn't a TV tape or anything. It was just like a house show, and I went. It was at a college, and I went to um. What's the other one I went to? An AEW event they had here. That first one they did at all. No, that. Uh, I know that one when they had that stupid, stupid uh, hardcore match, whatever that ran off like four hours. Um, yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. And then, up and then I just went to Indies because you know I support the Indies and everything. And now, I know you've been to wrestling. Yeah, I know the, you've uh, been to countless TV tapings for ROH. Yeah. Oh yeah, but I've never been to. Um, oh, and I went to Evolve. I used to go to Evolve because they would come up here, for, and they had their Cruiserweight Classic running through there when WWE was doing. So that tells you how long ago that was. Because mm-hmm. um, they had just start. They were just starting uh, their preliminary matches for Cruiserweight through Evolve and different, you know, in the UK and all that stuff. Um, because Cody had just left and Cedric Alexander hadn't joined and that's where I first heard, saw Keith Lee and Riddle, Matt Riddle and all of them. I didn't know who those guys were. I saw them there. Um, 
But yeah, I used to go as, as often as I could. And now, double A, to be honest with you, I couldn't tell you who half these guys are. I don't know what's going on at ROH. Yeah. I don't know what's going on at AEW. I didn't even realize that Raw came on yesterday until sometime <laughs> this afternoon. No, actually this morning. Um, I just don't know. Because you know why? When I cut on that TV, I see the same guys. I see Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre on Raw. Yeah. And on SmackDown, I mean, you know, SmackDown has been SmackDown. I can watch for some reason. SmackDown just seems okay. I don't know if it's because it's during a time of the week when it's just like it's okay. But and maybe Raw's too long. I mean, SmackDown. You know, Roman's going to come out in the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, Roman's going to close the show, and you know you're going to have the thing with the women. You know, you're going to have the things with Rey Mysterio and them. You know, you know, you might have something. I, I don't know. I think Kevin Owens might be maybe something. But I mean, they get it in those two hours. But with Raw, it's like it's just so much filler in there. And I guarantee you, and I could be wrong, I guarantee you, within those two hours of SmackDown, say for them, they have five, five matches. I bet you, three hours of Raw, they probably have six matches. Yeah. You'd be right. Like I would like to know how much is how much out of I would like. This guy used to do it, and I don't think anyone does it anymore. But it used to be a guy that used to tally up how many minutes of wrestling were, was on each wrestling yeah. show each week. And he I just remember. didn't do WWE. He did SmackDown, uh, Raw, he did uh, TNA, and he did uh, ROH. And in one hour, ROH was having just as much wrestling at one point as SmackDown was having, or sometimes Raw, either. But let me, let me ask you this, okay? Forget about... Uh, mm-hmm. I, 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 I know what you're saying with that. Now, what do you think about AEW? Now, I know you don't watch it, but, but what do you think about when AEW has, like, AEW Dark, for example, their YouTube show, and there's 15 matches on the show? Huh? I thought the show was only, like, an hour, like, three matches, right? No. You know, 15. You're, 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 you're... I'm not joking. Exactly, right? No, I'm not. I've never watched AEW. I like the idea of them showing dark matches. I think WWE should definitely do that, even on a on a network. I mean, and I know some people might say, um, "What about the wrestlers having the freedom to be able to do so?" What we see backstage stuff, and we seen um, that cartoon show where they were cussing and stuff. Let those guys do as they normally do, and just air it. Um, but I, and you know, they haven't done that. I mean, I think that'd be perfect to see. Um, yeah, I've not watched an episode of Dark. I gotta go check it out. I don't know how many matches on there. I mean, that I mean, I'm using that as an example because show. I think they should have a second show because, like, they're bringing well, they in these gonna, guys. They are gonna have a second bring in show, these guys, and let so. them come in and wrestle. I mean, they're gonna have four shows by the time the end of August rolls around. But and, I don't, and you know what? That's fine because back in the day, one of the highlights and things I love, 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 loved about NWA back in the day was all the shows they had. Dude, I loved it. I loved it. I I, I, I loved it, it too, I loved but being able to wake up in the morning and at the end of the day at twelve midnight and still have WCW on my TV screen. I loved it too, but I think for AEW they're moving a little too fast. That's the problem. It, it doesn't matter, dude. They got the talent. I mean, okay, look at it this way: back then, those guys were trying to figure it out. You have all these guys who have an experience of knowing how to do this stuff now. It's fine. I don't think I don't think we can say it's too fast in comparison to. It's kind of like a cell phone. You know what I'm saying? Like. Think about how cell phones were, or this, that, this, and now look at the technology of cell phones. I mean, when you look at it in the sense of like that, it's like, how can they, we really can't say what, what's really moving too fast. I mean, they have all these wrestlers, and some of these wrestlers you haven't even seen put another show on. So WWE, 
The problem with WWE is WWE has all of these shows and aren't putting these wrestlers on there. AEW has one show, and that's why they can't put all these wrestlers on there. WWE at any point in time could could, could showcase every wrestler they have in some capacity, and they just choose not to. I mean, and they weren't doing that double A even when they had uh, all of those supplementary shows that came out. Yeah, Superstars, Heat. Um, I forget what those other shows where they had what the other one was. Shotgun Saturday Night. Like, yeah, Velocity and all that stuff. I mean, just rather they want to do recap shows. No one needs a recap. That's what YouTube is for. Just show, show, show. You know, put these guys that you, you you're paying. And then what happens? You don't put them on TV, and then when they don't go on TV, then you want to quietly release them. And then when these guys pop up in ROH or Japan, where then guys like you start complaining, like because they left WWE, it was like where else they supposed to go? They can't. They, they, I'm gonna say this, man, and I, I have the same problem with basketball. You know, like I was talking to one of my friends about how they have these guys sit on the bench and they pay them this money, and, and you know, no one minds the money. I mean, come on now. Who, who doesn't want to get paid to do what they love to do? But the key is this, what they love to do. It's none of these guys got into it, I don't think, except maybe like Kevin Nash and Goldberg. I don't think anybody got into this and they're like, I want to do this just because I can make a lot of money doing it. Mm-hmm. They got into it because they love professional wrestling. So let them wrestle. I just don't understand what the problem is where they just won't let them do that. It's, how is that going to hurt? You don't have to do it on Raw. You don't have to do it on SmackDown. You could just do something that's network exclusive. Let these guys wrestle. Even if you put on dark matches and you showcase them that way, let them wrestle. How is it you can have someone and you just hold them hostage? And they don't, you got them on the contract and they aren't on TV for eight months. They don't wrestle in any matches for eight months. That doesn't make any sense to me. You, you got this guy that you signed to a contract on a basketball team, baseball team, football team, and they're on the bench for two years. And never get any playing time except for the last two minutes of the, of the game. It's like you holding these people hostage. Yeah, they're making money and everything, but it's like just let them do what they want to do. That's why I don't get mad when they go to TNA and ROH and all these other places. Yeah, I agree with you when you say about like how they shouldn't go in there and take away time from other people. But that's why they're creating these other shows so they can get these guys on there. WWE in the meantime, and I don't want to feel like I'm just bashing them, but it's like you got seven shows and you show the same seven people on all the shows. And then you want to say that, you know, what's that whole thing with the guys, you're, you're not booked, or I don't have anything for you. That's oh, not, Dennis Stamp. It's just frustrating. It's like, you know, these guys are in NXT, and NXT was able to make guys that, in comic book world, AA, we say there are no bad characters, they're just bad writers. Which means you can have a character like Gardens of Galaxy made millions of dollars from a talking tree and a raccoon. You know, it's just how they were written and people took to the story. And it's like the same thing with these people. I mean, like you said, you had Dusty Rhodes who was nowhere near wrestling shape. But he was over with people because of, you know what I'm saying, they tapped into what he did best. Give these guys an opportunity. That's why I don't get problems with, you know, I mean, just people hate, hate. I know somebody like you that's you stuck to it and you're fine. I mean, you, you're one of the few who are like, you know, you still don't care for Roman. And I know some people that don't. But it's like, he went through the same thing The Rock did, but it just took a lot longer for him to go through it. It's like, you know, find out what these guys' strengths are and then use that. You could have been changed that, turned that man heel and got what you got now. But you let him go through this whole thing, you know, all these years, 
shoving, putting them in a main event, doing this, that, and the third, blah, 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 year after year after year after year after year. It's like, come on, man. Like, you know, and now WWE, they're talking about, I think I asked you, they, they're trying to sell them to who, NBC or? Yeah. Somebody. And, and I mean, that's a danger in doing that because. That is, yeah. You don't know what their motives are. Or how they're They might it. say, you know, we don't want wrestling anymore. We just want to show reruns. We just want to put in a time slot. We don't want to pay these guys anymore. We don't want to. When you sell your company these big corporations, and then how does Hunter feel about this stuff? I'm you know sure he hates do. it. I'm Say sure he. I'm sure he hates it. But I'm saying because you know what these companies do. They say, "Oh yeah, we'll have a place for you. You know the business. Why would we? You know, buddy, don't worry about it. You know this place. We're gonna we're gonna look to you to run this place. We don't know anything about wrestling. Then as soon as they get they sign on the dotted line and Vince signs it over, you know they shut the whole place down. And you know what he does? He runs out and makes his own Impact or TNA or AEW or something because you know he can't. I mean that's what it's gonna be. But you know what? Maybe that's what needs to happen. Maybe that's what needs to happen in the wrestling world. Maybe WWE just needs to shut down and somebody start it over. Because at this point, man, it's unwatchable. That you know, you talk about inexcusable. That product is inexcusable, man. It's inexcusable. And the crazy part is, Double A, you know there are people out there who every week still sit in front of that TV, three hours of Raw, two hours of SmackDown, of course, everything else, hoping, waiting for change to come. Absolutely. Waiting for change. And it's sad, man. It's like, I'm not expecting, look, I'm not asking for attitude error. I'm not asking for ruthless aggression. I'm not asking for the wrestling I grew up with. I'm not even going to sit on that, 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 you know, play that thing of, well, I want to invest in when I grew No, I understand the times have changed. But give somebody something fresh. I mean, I, it's, they're going to turn on Drew McIntyre soon, the people that keep watching. He's on TV every five minutes on Raw. Yeah. I mean, it's just him all the time. Yeah, I mean, is it, he he's in the main event again coming up soon? Sunday, this, right? This Sunday, yeah. Come on, dude! How many championships? Tony C said it like he he lost. How many championships? We said the same thing about Roman when Roman was going against Brock. How many times you get a title shot? I mean, how many times you got to lose before you? What is this? You lost. Can we move on to the next person? I mean, at this point, bring somebody else in. You know, I mean, who else is? Is there not anyone else for for Bobby Lashley to wrestle? Can you? I mean, you broke up the hurt business. Let him wrestle Shelton Benjamin. Let him wrestle such. A, let him even if we know that he's not going to lose. Sh- show the match. But uh, no, for the fiftieth time, we got to watch Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre. Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre, dude. It's like, okay, you know what? He'll turn around and win this Sunday, and no one's going to care <clears throat> that he won the play. No one's going to care. Hope not. So, hope not. That's my rant. I'm just saying. I mean. I mean, think about it. If he doesn't win, then what? Then what happens to him? Then I don't know. You know, I mean, I mean, if he if he loses, then I mean, where do you give him another match? He's going to wrestle him. If he loses and they want to keep him the title, because you know what's going to happen, they'll let him wrestle a SummerSlam. Yeah. But I've seen this happen in wrestling before. You keep they did it. You know, they did it to Seth Rollins when he was in uh um when he was in ROH. He couldn't beat um, he couldn't beat uh, Roger Strong. Just couldn't beat him for the ROH championship. And then when he finally beat him, no one cared. No one cared. 
And I was like, okay, now who cares? We've seen this match 20 million times. What are you going to do any different than this match that you did the last seven times? This isn't Steamboat and Flair, you know, where they were doing house shows and other. I mean, it was a different time then. You know, you didn't see that match on TV every week. This is not just every paper. This is every time you turn around. It's like, come on, man. And I don't have a problem with Drew McIntyre. I'm not saying anything bad about him or Bobby Lashley. But it's like, man, you got all these other people that are still in the contract. They release people, dude. And we like, how many people they release? And you keep up on this stuff, double A, on a regular. How many people do they release? And you yourself are probably like, I didn't even know they were still signed with the company. Yeah. Put them in a match. You know what? Bring them back as jobbers. Give us jobbers again. Goodness gracious. Yeah. we used to be able to name. We used to, yeah, we used to be able to name the jobbers. Can name the jobbers. Put them in. You know what? Put him in a match. Put Gerard Strowman. If you want Gerard Strowman on TV, put him in a match where he's wrestling five guys and show him destroy these five guys. Do that. That you build him as this monster among men. Well, do that. That's that's what we want to see. We don't want to see him with this ten year old child, like the little boy who became a Power Ranger. For we don't want to see any of that stuff. Not at WrestleMania. Not when you're charging $60, $70, $80 for WrestleMania. And we're waiting for a tag team title match. And he's running out with some six-year-old boy. Yeah. That's No, that's not fun. That's stupid. All right. So, yeah, man. I'm sorry. It's okay. You, it's hey, you need to... come on the air anymore, people. You, need, you I'm, needed I'm, to get I'm it off your chest. I'm a curmudgeon. Because I want to watch again. I want to do it. I want to tune in and know what y'all thought about. And the thing is, this... Well, I, I mean, we don't talk about how we don't talk wrestling like we used to either. At least not in the present tense. You know? And real talk everybody listening, part of this is radio, to be honest with you. I mean, I don't want to kill. I, I, I mean, to be honest with you, I enjoy Double A talk when he does about the way he talks about AEW because at least it's something to talk about wrestling related. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not seriously pissed or double A. I mean, I think it's funny. That's the way I look at it. It's just funny the way he, you know, um, but I mean, it's, at least it's something he, he can, I mean, I'd rather, if you can like it or hate it, at least that's something, but just when you get to the point where you just can't even watch it, that's not good. I mean, like his background music now, it's just like, it's just a soundtrack when you do have it on. Yeah. I mean, how many times have I text you with Tony C and be like, anything worth watching on Raw? Yeah. Anything worth watching on SmackDown? Yeah. I mean, I want to know. I mean, I grew up with this stuff. I want to still watch it. I want to enjoy it. It's just, yeah. I, I'm tired of cutting off my TV at 11.05, 11 o'clock, whatever, and feeling like, man, that was a waste of time. I'm not looking for a shock value every time the show comes on, but give me a good match. I mean, at least give me a good undercard. Yeah. <laughs> give me, you know, people say what they want to say about WCW. And I was talking to someone who remained nameless. <laughs> but I said, you know, back when... They can say what they want about the NWO, you know, wearing this welcome out and all this other stuff. But the undercard in WCW was worth watching on Nitro. Yes, it was. Period. If you watch that and you cut out all the stuff that went on with the NWO in the main event, you still got good wrestling. You got Mm -hmm. luchadors. You got Mexican wrestling. You got cruiserweights. You got, you got, you know, you just got good wrestling back then. Just give me that. and At least an hour's worth of that. And I'll leave you alone. and, And you know what? I'll even go a step further. When Nitro was, you know, the hot show, um, WCW Saturday Night became an afterthought, but it was still a very good show. You know, there was there was a lot yeah. of good matches on there, and uh, I don't know. It was, it was another lifetime, though. 
Anyway. Like, just listen, dude. Listen. And you know they listen, Double A, because they listen with Daniel Bryan. They listen with Becky. You know they listen to people. You know they hear. You know it. You know they listen. Yeah. It's just a big game. Just like when everybody was like, and only, only a few of us around here, you know, we knew Bobby Lashley. Because I'm just like, wait a minute. And I told somebody, I said, Bobby Lashley's going to retain. No, no, no. I said, you know why he's going to retain? Because Vince believes everybody thinks that Drew's going to win. And that's why Bobby Lashley went, and it didn't surprise me any. Because it's like he intentionally does certain things. And you can't tell me there's not one person. Well, no, I, I gotta believe Triple H is, is brave enough to say something to him, but he probably just doesn't listen to him. But it's like, you know you listen. Like, come on now. And your numbers... Well, maybe he doesn't care because he's already got that money from the network. I don't know. I don't know, man. I really don't. I, I just... I just want to be able to fight. Like, enjoy it again and not just segments I don't I'm tired of going to YouTube and just watching but then I feel like you know I feel okay well if I waste five minutes watching this you know I I went from going back I, I went from listening to the show on Tuesdays and then going back and watching Raw Smackdown based off how good y'all said it was yeah because at least at that point you know now, I can't even do that because y'all can't even tolerate watching. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> That's unfortunate. I will say that. That is unfortunate. And Double A, you are, you, and like I said, Tony too. And I mean, I know Phil, same thing with everybody, but I will say this. And I'm not, not because Tony and Phil, I mean, they, but you die hard. Die hard WWE. And if you ain't watching, like straight, come, that, that says something. Yeah. I mean, they were, you stuck with them through. I mean, I've stuck. I've listen. I've got a very high tolerance in terms of pro wrestling because I I was with WCW until the very end, and then of course WWE became the the de facto wrestling promotion. And for years, WWE did an okay job to keep me um, entertained, you know, and glued to my TV, but. In the last probably two years, it's been difficult. It really has been difficult. If I if I've watched an episode of Ross, it, the pandemic didn't help. I'm I have to blame the pandemic partly because when when wrestling didn't have any fans, I couldn't I could not watch it the same. It just I I was one of those people that I need fans in the building. And yeah, WWE did, an, WWE did an okay job with the Thunderdome concept and everything, and that's fine. And AEW is doing what they can. I mean, and now they've got, they're allowed to have um, uh, full capacity crowds, and that's fine, you know. And the other promotions too are starting up to have fans and things like that. But until I see things the way they used to be in terms of the crowd, it's going to yeah. be hard for me to say. This is wrestling. When are they going to start crowds again? SummerSlam? It is supposed to start next month with the SmackDown prior to Money in the Bank. And SummerSlam is supposed to have... I don't know if it's a full crowd, but they're, they're, Summer, SummerSlam is to take place in a stadium on a Saturday night. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that was one of the things we were going to talk about last week, is that this year SummerSlam is going to be on a Saturday night. So we'll probably do a big um, 
uh, Saturday night special uh, for that when it when uh, is when there it a reason happen. why they haven't really given a reason. I haven't seen any, but it's going to be Saturday night, August. I believe it's August twenty first. I think. Uh, wow. Yep, Saturday night, August twenty first. Well, I want to say this too, and I know we kind of backtrack, and I know it's getting late, but I did cut you off, and I apologize. No, it's okay. Um, part of the whole thing, is, and, I, and I want to say this: I'm not knocking Eva Marie. You know, I, I am. Your money. I, that, I've always been a type of person. Look, if they're going to pay you, and it ain't your fault that they released all them people. It ain't even Marie. It ain't even Marie's fault that they released those people. It ain't even her fault they gave her a job and they gave her TV time. And none of this is her fault. It's their fault. It is their fault. And. And I'm just trying to figure out, like... But I will say this. You know. My, my eyes were not disappointed. That's all I can say. Oh, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not knocking her at all. I mean, get your money. It's just the fact that... But that's like, it. That's all I'll tolerate with her. Who... who, who <laughs> what fans... Even the fans that like her, you know, her look. <laughs> you, want, you want to know what's funny? That my, my wife, who doesn't watch, okay... Only because I have it on, she might look at the, te- the the screen every so every so often. She goes, "I don't like her." So, uh, so yeah, even my <laughs> even my wife's got an opinion on Eva Marie. But oh, go mm-hmm. ahead. But it's just like, come on now, like that. You explain to me, she should be the one in NXT, not Samoa Joe. And that's the problem. She I was in NXT. That's right. She was, wasn't she? She was. Yeah. And she, she, but you bring her back. She, I mean, what is she? She got maybe she got some, some, some pictures or something on somebody. Because how did she pull that off? And how did they justify that? Like, I don't know. I don't, I'm not I even complaining about the whole gimmick thing. I'm not complaining. I see what they're doing, but it's like they're doing the, they're doing the same thing they did with her before. She's not going to wrestle. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, we'll see oh, what okay. happens. We'll see what happens. It, if Piper Niven is if if she's just the quote unquote mouthpiece for Piper Niven, maybe then it'll be passable. But if she is going to get in the ring and wrestle, yeah, then we got some problems. Well, my question is: Is this going to be a new, a different wrestler every week, or is this a no? It's supposed to be her. Piper. It's supposed to be Piper. Huh. So okay. Um. So yeah, we'll see. Um. Let's see a couple of just real quick some some headlines. Uh, we talked about the uh, AEW being financially in the red. Uh, Don West um, issued a statement that he has been diagnosed with brain lymphoma or diagnosed with oh, a brain no. lymphoma. He currently works for uh, five sixty KPQ in in uh, the state of Washington. Um, so I, let me see what the, what the, uh, says, Hey everybody, Don West here to tell you about how disappointed I am. Uh, I am not being, I, I am not to be talking about the Seattle Seahawks, the Mariners, the Wenatchee wild and everything else that we love to talk about every day on the Don West show. Many of you wonder where I have been and why the show has been on hiatus, so I want to share this news directly with you. I have been diagnosed 
with a brain lymphoma and will begin immediate treatment. I want to thank my wife, Terry, for her love and support, my family, and everyone that works at Cherry Creek Media and KPQ. I also want to thank the Don West Show's incredible sponsors and all my friends for all the prayers that are coming my way. I am praying that the chemotherapy will help me heal faster, and hopefully I'll be back on the radio soon. I can't wait until all this is over, and I can be back with all of you again. I love you all, Don West. So there you go. And and for those of you that don't know what a brain lymphoma is, it's a primary central, it's the primary central nervous system. Lymphoma is a disease in which malignant, aka cancer cells, uh, form in the lymph tissue of the brain and or spinal cord. Having a weakened immune system may increase the risk of developing primary CNS lymphoma. So there you go. And of course, um, Jeff Jarrett is uh, putting out his thoughts and prayers for Don West. And, you know, somebody who, uh, you know, uh, who we haven't heard from in eons. We haven't heard from Mike Tanay. I thought you were going to say him. And uh, so I wonder, uh, I wonder what Mike Tanay's doing these days. Uh, I know, I know he's a, he's an old fuddy-duddy, but still. Um, Wait a minute. I'm AEW. Mike Tanay? No. He's not with AEW. No, not. No. I don't know why I thought he went there. Hmm. No. They hired Tony Schiavone. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. How, long has he been, how long has he been gone from TNA? Four years. Four years? Four years, maybe. However long Josh Matthews was there. And Josh Matthews is not there anymore, so... Well, he is there, but he's not on... He's not an announcer anymore. I have no idea who's with TNA. Like I said, I have no idea. And the thing is that... I like, mean, you, you, I want, to, you want to know who the, who the current commentary team is? Yeah. The current commentary team on TNA is Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown. Are you serious? I am dead serious. Dude, you are joking. I'm not joking. Wow! And this last pay per view that they had with um, where it was um, I think it was Kenny Omega and the Rich Swan pay per view where it was the title unification match. Uh, Wait, does he still have all the champions? Yes, he does. He still does. Yes. Uh, Mar- Mauro Ronaldo came in and called the main event. So, hmm. but yeah, no, it's D'Lo Brown and Matt Stryker are the current announcers over there. I liked D'Lo when he was on commentary, and I did like my Matt Stryker as well. So, um, so that's that's a good role for them. Um, and I've, I don't know if I've talked about it. The new guy on Monday Night Raw is doing a very good job, Jimmy Smith. And um, let's hope he sticks around longer than the other guy did. Um, well, I think he's going to be. He's going to. Uh, I think next week is going to be his fourth week there, so that automatically, I think, makes him longer. Um, what else? Can't stand Pat McAfee. That's all I have to say. I'm not a fan either. Um, okay. Well, I think I think wrestling news-wise, I think I've, I've gone over the, uh, the quote-unquote meat and potatoes. Now, the one thing I started the show with, and I want to talk about this real quick. So, um, L.A. Knight 
became the million dollar champion at in your house this past Sunday. In your house. In your house. That was the NXT event that happened on Sunday. And um, and the Great American Bash is coming up. Uh, that's the next NXT special. The Great American I Bash. I already have a special. Yeah. yeah. It, was a ta- it was a takeover special. The next one is the Great American Bash. Um, oh, so they so they giving them the old uh, WCW pay per view. Great American Bash for wow. Okay. Yeah. Let me see. When is the? Wait, uh, when you say on Great American Bash. So that's going to be the summer. That's going. I'll tell you right now what the date is because they already signed the first match for the Great American Bash. Uh, hold on, I just had it here. Uh, it's going to be on NXT. It's going to be on NXT. Uh, three weeks from tonight. NXT, the Great American Bash, Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Uh, I think it's the final meeting between the two. So, so there you go. That'll be at the, the Great any American title, Bash. I wonder if there's any title changes that happen. Yeah. Wow, that's In NXT? Okay. Well, at this pay-per-view, I do try to keep up on the title changes that happen in NXT. And NXT, there, the only one that happened was, um, was LA Knight became the Million Dollar Champion. Uh, uh, let me see. No, then um, on NXT UK though, there was a it was a big, big, big story. That was um, Adam Cole still there? I thought they were Adam right Cole is still there because he's still in this feud with Kyle O'Reilly. Um, this uh, oh god, what's her name? Miko Satomura, I think is her name. She won. Mm-hmm. The uh, NXT Women's UK Championship uh, dethroning the uh, champion over there who had been champion for like 600 days. So, um, so yeah, it was a big, it was a big uh, shocker over there. Let me see here. Do we have uh, that match or at least that commentary? She defeated Kylie Lee Ray. Um, and Miko Satomura, that's right. She won the NXT UK Women's Championship. Um, but other than that, there's been no other title changes on uh, on NXT. Uh, the NXT champion is still Karrion Cross. Uh, the United Kingdom champion is, uh, or not the United Kingdom champion, the um, the North American champion is. Um, um, oh God. Oh my god, what's this guy's name? Gargano, so right? No, it's not Gargano. It's, um... He lost? He lost at the last TakeOver special. Um, oh. Uh, Bronson Reed. Bronson Reed and, uh... Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, let me, yeah, let me, yeah. Let me see who the current champions are. I know the tag team champions are still, um... Uh, the way. Candice LeRae and Indy Hartwell. Raquel Gonzalez is the NXT Women's Champion. MSK are the uh, NXT Tag Team Champions. And like I said, uh, LA Knight, he's the Million Dollar Champion. But the thing with LA Knight was that... So Ted DiBiase is doing the championship belt presentation earlier tonight on NXT. And LA Knight was like, oh, he was like so happy and everything. And then just out of nowhere, he turns around... And Dex DiBiase. And here's the thing. DiBiase took the bump 
and he took it so good. It caught me off guard because I don't think I've seen DiBiase take a bump in like 25 years. And uh, and he kicked the hell out of DiBiase. So it was really, it was it was one of those moments I was like, oh shit. That's why I was trying at the start of the show, trying to get uh, the audio potted up and I couldn't get it fast enough. Uh, because I wanted to uh, hear the announcer's uh, reaction, but uh, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't get to it fast enough. But yeah, and of course Samoa Joe is now uh, William Regal's "quote unquote" muscle. But he need muscle. Yeah, not like DDS needed muscle. Not not Regal. Not like DDS needed the muscle. And then William Regal. Uh, um, let me see here. I'm trying to see if I have. Here we go. Here's a little audio. That was Gargano. Um, happy to see some Mojo return. Uh, where the hell is that? Oh, I thought you said you were. I thought it said he That wasn't me. That was that was Johnny Gargano. Uh, I'm sure I can find here the thing. It was it was such a good, um, like it was a it was really good. Hold on, I don't know. That was after the punch. Yeah, I heard you just pumped about NXT in a while. Yeah, it was it was it was interesting. It was definitely was very interesting to see, um, to see all that happen. It definitely caught I me. Dare you, oh, I, I, I dare you, you and Tony cover NXT one week. I, I, hey, I'll See, do just, it. Just a, just a show, just a, just a regular one show, one week. I, I mean, it could be weeks from now, but I just, it'd be nice. It'd be nice. You know, I should cover the Great American Bash. Okay. Just, just <laughs> like old times. I mean, I mean, I'm sorry, Tony. Hey, my please. I just, you know. <laughs> he probably choked. Be cool. He probably choked on that steak when you said that. <laughs> How do you like your steak, Tony? <laughs> that's that's what I'm curious about. Um. Uh, and I think wrestling news-wise, I think that's it. Um, I'm trying to think. Was there anything major pop culturally that uh, that uh, that happened? I don't think so. I mean, the world has been behaving for the most part. Um, I'm trying to see here. Other than uh, your wake rattle and roll and jump rattle and roll. Um, uh, I forget how we even got to that. What were we talking we about? Were talking we about, about um, and all of them. And... Uh, no, we weren't talking about anything. You just text me that randomly, really? and I and I was like, I I told you I've I've never seen this before, and and when I did my research, I told you that it probably aired in your market, but it didn't air in Miami, and. Um, I had never seen uh, Wake, Rattle, and Roll. And then we started talking about Wild and Crazy Kids. Oh, and then you started asking me about um, Teddy Long and when he started refing. And we talked about um, um, Spots, Cactus Jack Spots. Just a little context to it so people are listening. So what happened, I have a friend who's a, who's a, he's a huge Raven fan. And uh, every now and then he'll send me something with Raven or just his favorite wrestling clip. Sometimes just to you, you, know, you know, just to get me to comment. And um, from there, I ended up, uh, 
you know how the video will go off and they'll just put they'll play autoplay another video. So show this match with Raven versus the Undertaker from what was that two thousand? Yeah. And number one, I had no idea Raven was there at two thousand. I thought he came in two thousand one, like a couple like a couple of months before um, the sale of WCW. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was already there in two thousand, and I did not know that he wrestled the Undertaker on the show. Mm-hmm. Like when the, it was called WWE Live, I've never heard of that. Right. So I, I was kind of more surprised about. I didn't take a chance to look it up either. But I was like, "What's WWE Live?" I mean, obviously it was a TV, you know, a T, it was a TV show. Right. It, it must have been prior to SmackDown because it looked like it had the SmackDown intro. Well, like I told you, I said it, it's possible that that was repackaged. It, it was SmackDown in the United States, but it could have been repackaged in another country under a different name, which has happened. Oh, okay. You know, it's like how they would take, um, how they would tape matches for Jacked and Metal, and it would be the same matches for both shows, but some markets got jacked, some markets got metal. There were some markets that got both shows, um, which to me I never understood, but whatever. Um, but that goes to show you, though, Double A, that you know that's how you give people time and you create matches that you haven't seen before, mm-hmm. and you know just just show the stuff. I mean, you know, like I don't understand it. I mean, they can do that same. They can use that same formula today. Yeah, they can use the same thing. I just I mean, wish I they would include these. If they were going to do that, I just wish they would include these other shows when they recap feuds. Like, well, let's take you back to what happened two weeks ago on That's the main so event. Well. You know, like they used to do on uh, in, in WCW and in the, in the old WWF. Uh, you know, because it would be we've talked about this a, a million times. You know, it's WCW Saturday Night, and you know you hear Jim Ross like. Well, let's take you back to what happened last Sunday on Worldwide Wrestling. And they would take you back to what happened on Worldwide. Or yeah. they'd take you back oh, what you happened on the main event. Or, you know? You always, you always get an example of Sting and how Sting mm-hmm. would get his revenge. Yep. Um, you know, if he was wrong by someone. And the thing is, is that, like, okay, so you have, what is it called? WWE used to do that, too. I remember they had storylines on there that only were on there. I remember... Um, AJ Lee and uh, what was her best friend's name? Caitlin, maybe? Caitlin. And they were, one of them was Dayton Hornswoggle and blah, 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 blah. But that only, they really only showed any of that on, I don't know if it was Monday Night Heat or Velocity or whatever shows they were on together. But it was like, you know, you, for people who invested the time to, to, took the time to watch those shows, it gave you something fresh and different. And they gave the writer something to write that was different. And they may have alluded to it on Raw, SmackDown, you know, just to show you, let's take you back to such and such, such and such. And it was like, okay, cool, to get people to draw their eyes over there. But, you know, now it's just, I mean, they come out with a Saturday morning slam show at one point where it was just an edited version of Raw with no punches and no kicks. Then they come out with, you know, it's like, come on, dude. Like, you had a whole hour where you could really put on something. And you chose not to do that at all. You chose just to give us, you, you, you. I mean, how many days can you can you serve raw to someone? How many different ways can you serve raw? You got what raw in ninety or raw in sixty, and then whatever it is, and you got. I mean, AM like, raw. You, <laughs> AM oh, raw. Man. There used to be AM raw on Saturday nights. I used to remember what, listening to the Colin show. The Colin show would go off the air. At one o'clock in the morning, and then AM Raw would start. Or that'd be the joke. Can we get off the air before AM Raw gets on the air? <laughs> so, 
But just giving people, it'd be nice to have people to have those options. Like a cruise, I mean, WWE has enough where they could do a cruiseway show. I mean, uh-huh. okay, so now NXT is on, and NXT is supposed to be the third brand, which uh-huh. no one's going to look at it like that way until they start producing it in a way where it's equal to the other two. Um, but now give us a developmental show, man. Where's the developmental now? Show us the stuff going on Performance Center. Get, like, help us to know these wrestlers. Like, you had the world in your hand. Like, you have all this stuff. Where's Evolve? You got all, you, you, you bought Evolve or purchased part of it, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. Show they that. bought it. Bring Walter over there. Let Walter challenge Drew McIntyre. He doesn't have to lose. Bring him out there and challenge Bobby Lashley, and it just ends in double disqualification. No one's going to care because now they see this big dude who people who, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have these opportunities. And so it's showing for the umpteenth time the same match. You've got all these wrestlers. And like I said, don't get me wrong. Somebody might say, well, Lee, you know, they did bring out the one girl. So, you know, yeah, they brought her out. But they didn't, they act like she was a nobody. They never mentioned any of her history. Double A did. You know, they could have been like, this is the woman that was in the, the Mae Young Classic, which she was. This is the lady who was in, who's been on NXT UK, which she has. Mention those things. Some people be like, okay, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm asking for too much. Maybe I'm just being a curmudgeon. I don't know. But, it's part of it. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, I just, uh, it just gets frustrating, man. And then, don't get me started on the championships. Like, you know how much respect I have for championships. Yeah. It's just like, like right now, AJ and Omos, I guess they're the tag champions, right? Yeah. And then who are the champions on SmackDown? Uh, oh, that's right. That's right. The Mysterios. The Mysterios who Roman uh, threw Dominic out like a sack of garbage. Oh, my God. You know what? Okay, okay, okay. So I did watch that. That was hilarious. Yes, it was. Dude. I don't even know how that whole thing stuff. Well, okay, so I see what they're doing when they're doing that storyline. Um, and like I said, I'm not gonna complain. Like, there we go. Ray Mysterio's getting the match. But I think that's terrible. But but to, to to piggyback off what you're about to say, I think it's terrible that they threw that match out there with one week to go. That that is terrible. That is terrible. And the fact that he tried to beat the mess out of Roman, he tried to beat up on Roman, and well, that was okay. Roman caught. <laughs> well, he caught he caught that. No, I'm not knocking it. He caught that kendo stick, <laughs> and the way he beat up those mysterious—it was like a kid beating a beating up a grown up with a with a wiffle bat. Oh my gosh, it was hilarious! It was hilarious. Then Dominic comes in and he starts <laughs> doing his thing, and I knew something was coming because Roman took too long to come out that corner, and like you said, he threw that dude around. Goodness gracious! Mm-hmm. It is hilarious. Like man. A, I can't get it. Like a sack of garbage. Mm-hmm. So we're just waiting for uh, it would, if they, you know it'd be nice instead of having Dominic turn on Rey Mysterio which you know they'll probably do have Rey turn on him you know WWE's not going to be able to do some of these spots anymore <laughs> where they start touring with an audience again you know how they throw people off things and they yeah, they, they, they land they off camera and things like that yeah and, and that was a plus like when they did that thing with Alexa Bliss where they were like switching cam- which you know, yeah. know how they did that with her yeah how they, they morphed her back into yeah they're mm-hmm. gonna be able to do that stuff but I don't know and no, is the fiend gone or is he back he's like in hiding type thing oh gosh so again they 
one of their hottest characters who they never had to do anything different with at all. And you can't find him. He's... Maybe he's going to turn to leave again because he's going he's gonna, he's gonna to jab JoJo as many times as he can. Like, come on. Get pregnant one more time. Gosh. Because he's got one or two with her, right? Yeah, he's got two with her. And then he's got like three or two or three with, with the with the ex wife. Yeah. I, I hate to put it, but Jojo, you're you're damaged goods now. Absolutely, brother. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Because she came in there. Her her whole intention when she came in there, you know, because she never came in to be a wrestler. No. She came in there to find a boyfriend or a husband or something. That's what she came in there for. And when she came, when she, no. she when she first came in there, she was date, dating that Ash Ketchum looking dude, yeah. that Ben Ten looking dude. And I was saying to myself, he don't stand a chance. But you know what? I could have. You know what it is. Even with her going after Justin Gabriel and that little fling that she had with Randy Orton, I could say, "Okay, fine." But the minute we learn that Bray Wyatt is tagging her, no, it's like, oh, forget it, mm-hmm. move on. Yeah, you know, like you, you want you don't have any problem if someone touches your things, but then when a certain somebody touches you, like, yeah. And that sex probably smells like a bag of onions. Oh, God. And she don't care. She don't care if she wrestles with anything anymore. Day, she, just wants to, she, wants, she just wants to be wanted. Wasn't her father like a baseball player? Her father was a baseball player, yeah. Yeah, he probably was away from home and blah, blah, blah. She just had daddy issues. Because none of those guys had anything in common. Nope. Good Lord. But could uh, she have gotten anybody that, that was... Cause she's she's Dominican and could you know I, I'm around Dominican people so I know how they how they think sometimes. When she brought him home, I'm sure her dad in Spanish is like, "God damn, what the hell is this girl thinking?" You know. Did he marry her? They're not married. They're not married, but they're tied together forever now. They should get chopped, but that's it. That's it, but they're, they've they got those kids in common now forever. Or so. But still, it's like... Like I said, you could, you could overlook the, the Ash Ketchum guy, as you like to say. Justin Gabriel, you could overlook Randy Orton. You know, you just... You just wipe her off, and she's good as new. But once, exactly, once, once Bray got a hold of her, it's like, okay, yeah. It's like that stench won't that stench won't come off of her, no matter how many times you, yeah. Like there's there's no amount of uh, detergent that's gonna get that stain out. It's the same thing with Renee Young. Yes, and I saw a picture, <laughs> and let me tell you something. There are two things I want to comment about that. Renee Young, about four days ago, posted a because she's very pregnant. Um, posted a picture. She's like she's like gonna pop any moment. Pregnant. Pig pen's gonna pop out of her. Oh my god! I looked at her like 
Good Lord, there's a Dean Ambrose rolling around in there. <laughs> that, that's And her stomach was huge. It was massive. And then today, I'm going through Instagram during my lunch, because I follow Renee on Instagram, and, uh, <laughs> and I see this picture of John Moxley. And I'm thinking, oh, maybe the uh, maybe she had the baby or whatever. But no, it was a video. And John had taken over her podcast for the week. Oh my goodness. So he was sitting there like, this is uh, whatever the name of the show is with John Moxley. I'm here. So if you got questions, ask me. Or some shit like that, he, he said. So he had taken over the podcast that week. But it was like, it was so like, like whatever. You know, and like, well, her ratings are going to tank if she has any ratings. But, uh, yeah, that's also damaged. Because not that I was a fan of Renee to begin with, but uh, in terms of that. Um, mm-hmm. but, but, yeah, she's, she's, she's tainted now. She's tainted. Mm-hmm. Sullied. Yeah, she Sullied, as, uh, as we like to say. But... Yeah. There's a, there's a few there's a few people that are that are uh, solid, but whatever. Um, AEW will still continue to be preempted by the National Basketball Association. Uh, they will be on the air this coming Friday at ten o'clock again. As long as the uh, playoffs are uh, still going on, what else? There was something else. Oh, I don't know if you saw it, uh, Lee, but. The two-hour WWE uh, Lost Treasures episode of Andre the Giant aired this past um, Sunday, and next week and next week is the season finale, the two-hour season finale, where they look for one of Ric Flair's robes. Uh, but this episode with Andre the Giant was good. But it was also ironic at the same time. What was ironic about it? Because the two people that they used to help look for Andre the Giant artifacts, The Big Show and Mark Henry. Oh. So it was it was funny, but it was a very, very good episode. Like it was like really good. Um they um they went they were looking for um two things. They were looking for one of Andre's passports, and they were looking for um, one of Andre's masks when he wrestled as the giant machine. So they were looking for those things, and because they had a lot of other Andre artifacts in the warehouse, but they were looking specifically for a passport and the mask. And they gathered a few other things along their, their journey, but... Somebody that there was one person that made an appearance in this episode that I wasn't expecting him to be there, but he showed up and he hustled the big show and Mark Henry and he played them like a he, you know, like you wouldn't believe, played them like a Nintendo game, as you once said on here. Do I have that drop, uh, that drop handy? Uh, I don't, I think I do. Here it is. 
And she played your ass like a fucking Nintendo game. Okay. So, Sonny Ono had... You lying. I'm not, you lying. I'm not lying. Sonny Ono wow. is a collector of masks. Okay? And one of the masks in his collection was the uh, gi- the mask of uh, the giant machine. And so here's Big Show and Mark Henry talking to Sonny Ono, and they're like, well, we're here, and, uh, you know, we're, we're looking at this mask or whatever. And he goes, well, I know you're here. You wouldn't be here unless you wanted to buy it. And they're like, okay, well, yeah, we want the mask. Well, okay, I'll let you buy the masks if you can win it in an auction. And they're like, what? Like, yeah, you have to win it in an auction. And they had a set budget. They made them go and bid for the mask with a bunch of other marks that wanted the mask, and they lost. Sonny sold it to the highest bidder. And it wasn't Big Show or Mark Henry. And they were pissed. They were pissed. I thought, I was like, there's a lot of this episode that they probably are not showing. That They probably cussed Sonny Ono out. They probably threatened to kick his ass or whatever. I mean, it was, it, it was, it got uncomfortable when they lost the auction. <laughs> so, Oh my God! And, and Mark Henry, I did not know this. Mark Henry is a big Andre the Giant fan. Like that's his. That's the reason why he he became a wrestler. And so anything Andre the Giant is very important to him. Even to the point that there was in a couple of points of the episode, Mark Henry started to cry. But uh, that's a whole another thing. Um. But yeah, they were pissed at Sonny Ono. Like, legitimately pissed at Sonny Ono. They felt they got disrespected by him and everything. And I'm thinking, holy wow. shit. They eventually did get the mask. They had to go to um, the person that had control over what was left of Andre's estate. And they were able to get the mask. They were able to get a, one of Andre's passports. Um, they had gone to Tim White, and Tim White said, I, I'd love to help you boys, but I don't have anything of Andre's. And, um, but yeah, Mark Henry cried a couple times. Big Show cried once in <laughs> the show. A uh, bunch, of, bunch of pussies in these this episode, let me tell you. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a very good episode, though. They did a lot of history. With Andre, they did a lot of uh, like retrospecting. They, the 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 episode focused around Stephanie McMahon because apparently Stephanie had a very close relationship with Andre when she was a little girl, and so she really was the one su- supporting getting these things back to the warehouse. And then, of course, there were some stories from Vince. Vince talking about how. Um, how he had to essentially beg Andre to do WrestleMania three. Uh, they had Linda McMahon in this episode talking. Um, I mean, there was, it was, it was really good. It was probably of, of the series. That was probably the best one they've done. I don't know how this Ric Flair episode is going to go, but, um, but, uh, but this Andre one was really good. 
That was it's definitely my favorite one that they've done so far. Um, and then of course, Dark Side of the Ring um, goes on hiatus. Um, they will return in September. This past week's episode was about the Dynamite Kid, another tragic story. Yeah, it was really sad. But this Thursday is the China documentary. That is uh, independent of. Uh, it's not a vice. It's not a uh, dark side of the ring episode. It is just a China documentary that Vice TV is doing, a two-hour documentary on her life, and uh, so that'll be interesting to see this week um, as well. A lot, a lot of interesting I mean, TV. My favorite Chono, he beat her down like she was a dude. I, they showed clips of that match. I think. I think they showed clips of that match. Um, I know they showed Masa Chono in. Uh, and the Andre thing, um, but uh, but uh, but yeah, um, I think wrestling wise, I think that's it. I think I've covered it all. Um, anything you wanted to, to talk on, touch about? I mean, I know I I, I got on your, uh, I was bothering you earlier in the week about the chicken skins thing. But, uh, yeah, and it's I, st- I saw um, I still clips want of chicken skins and not clips. I saw an ad uh, last during the pandemic where people were selling chicken skins and uh, fish skins and how about high in protein and you don't have to worry about you know all of the extra stuff that comes along with it. Though, I want but, um, chicken skins really bad. You can, you know, what? Uh, it's something you could just whatever. I'll just tell you this. Um, that chicken sandwich, everyone's stepping up their game with it. They're stepping up with these chicken sandwiches, man. Yeah, they are. McDonald's. I haven't had Wendy's. I haven't had theirs. But the other ones, oh. Culver's. I know oh. Culver's is not in your area, but if you pass, swing by a Culver's, you got to try theirs. Theirs is pretty good. Theirs is pretty good. For those of you that don't know what a chicken skin sounds like, if the video... There we go. That's a that is a chicken skin, okay. But yeah, so Tony C, um, I hope you enjoyed your steak dinner because I know you're still listening. And Surfer, if you're listening, that's all I'll say. Um, no, Surfer, uh, hope all is well. He asked, you know, this fool asked me last week, because I checked in with him to make sure he was okay, and he goes, did the show tank without me? Yes, sir, for the, the show tanked without you. Unbelievable. Yes, sir, for playing on. I'll say if he played on coming back in town soon, I guess that's it. Well, I hope so. I mean, can you call him? Does he have? I don't know. Let me let me just. I don't know if he had Discord or his phone or anything. Like he that, sh- he does. He 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 operates off his phone in general. Well, I, I'm calling it now. He'll be back in time for that Black Widow. Uh, he'll he's going to talk about that. Of course he would. Or he'll at least he'll give his two cents on it. Unless mm-hmm. unless you're in bed listening now, surfer with with a with a set of earphones. Yeah. Which is possible. By the way, Surfer could be listening now because we got a handful of listeners that are currently listening live. So, um, 
there was something else. Um, last night I was listening to a lot of. Um, I was listening to a lot of uh, Nickelodeon stuff yesterday about the history and um, and shit. Um, I guess that's it. That's it. Do you have anything else, uh, my good friend? Oh, I'm all good, sir. You're all good. All right, so let's remind everybody that uh, tomorrow night uh, at 10.15 will be at 10.15 will be um <laughs> somebody I think we're all tired at this point no 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 what was that what was that Lee I said we're getting old I think we're all tired I think we're all tired we're getting older now somebody came in here to tell me good night and give me a kiss oh. and she's giving me a dirty look that's your cue buddy it's time to whoa, 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 hold on what was that somebody that's right they know who it is. <laughs> Anyways. So, <laughs> Anyways. No, tomorrow at uh, 10.15 is uh, the Mark Order Podcast. Uh, that'll be live. Uh, they'll talk about all things AEW. Then uh, Friday, Turnbuckle Throwbacks live at 7 with uh, Phil and uh, Jay. And hopefully soon... Choppy and and I gotta I want to call out Choppy because it's Chop Choppy's fault, okay? That I that I watched uh, the Ninja Turtles movie from 1990 today because he's been posting screenshots of the movie on Instagram for a couple of days now. Um, you know, it's one of my favorite movies from when I was a a Ute, as the surfer says. The Shiny Wizards live Monday night at seven o'clock. And, of course, this program, The Rant, live next Tuesday, 9 o'clock, right here at Rainy M Radio. Tony C. will be back on here next week. Hopefully, if he's not uh, still still uh, suffering from, uh, from, uh, from the itis, if he didn't eat so much. I gotta, we got to know what he ordered. You know, I'm leery about doing a takeout order at, a, at an expensive steakhouse like... Uh, Ruth Christ. Now, I've never been to Ruth Christ, but you know, I don't know if you should take out expensive food. Margin, you know, normal food is one thing, like a takeout order from Outback or Olive Garden. That's one thing, but an expensive steakhouse like Ruth Christ, hmm. I think I would like it fresh, right at the table. I don't want to have to go home and either eat it warm or reheat it or, or whatever. Um, give me a theme song to close out the the week. Lee, give me a theme song. <laughs> unless you're, unless the game is, uh, you're, you're pulling a surfer, the game's got your attention. No, 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 no. You know what's pulling my attention? What? <laughs> These Z's, buddy. I, that game been gone off. Really? I'm cocked out. Really? Okay. So then let's yeah. wrap it up. So, uh, you know what? We'll do worldwide wrestling because that was. That was. Uh, I'm getting up there, man. I can't hang like I used to. This is crazy. <laughs> and you know what's you know what's funny? It's 11:38 now. The minute we get off the air, and I start doing I'll all this texting, stuff, I'll be you'll be texting me. Time. We'll be texting. But knowing you, you probably won't go to sleep till one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. 
Because listen, this is this is this is how Lee Lee and Tony C operate. Okay, it's they're the main culprits in, in this thing. Okay, we have our little three way text messaging that goes on, and we text sometimes late. You know, it could be midnight and we're still texting because maybe something really ridiculous has happened, whether it's in wrestling or in the world or whatever. And you know, the text message will will continue, right? And then they'll just suddenly stop, and then that'll be the cue that probably everybody went to bed. I can't tell you how many times I've woken up in the middle of the night, and I find text messages at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning from Leah Tony C. The other day, I, I, I got up, you know, I think it was Saturday or Sunday, I woke up, I grabbed my phone, and I see that Lee had texted me two or three times at like six o'clock in the morning, like, "Hey, check this out. What are you gonna check? check you know, do you remember this type?" Thing? And I don't care. They could text me at whatever hour they want. But it's like I know that these guys, you know, I don't know. Uh, do I you know why the Rock went in the Hall of Fame? Exactly. I, I know you couldn't wait. I know you couldn't wait. But my my thing is this: Do you ever sleep? straight through the night? I know Tony C doesn't. Um, no, since, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people may not know, but, um, I don't know if they know or not. Well, no, nobody knows. I got COVID. Right. Yeah, I got COVID, so since then, um, my sleep has not been the same. But, I, but, but even before that, even before that, did you ever sleep straight through the night? Because you were yeah, you were yeah. a late per we used to talk on the be on the do the show and then we would be on Skype until two o'clock in the morning and you were like well I'm you know I'm you were sitting you were sitting, you were sitting in the car you you were sitting in the car just just listening to the listening to the show or whatever and uh, or driving around or you were gonna go get something to shake or, um, yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah I would that's the crazy part yeah I would. well if I'm you want to go to the corner and get a Perrier? I would. You know, if I had a taste of something, I don't do that much anymore. I would get up at like 3 in the morning and go out and get it. <laughs> I would. I'd be like, I'm going to... Because everything around here is 24 hours. The market's 24 hours. McDonald's 24 hours. Wawa's 24 hours. Um, I think McDonald's closes... No, uh, Taco Bell closes at 4 o'clock. Um, Stokos used to close at 4, but since the pandemic, they closed. Everything's, you know... Yeah. We have a lot of things here that we can get into. Um, so see, but that's the thing. I can't, I can't envision being a cashier. Okay. At a Wawa. I'm going to use Wawa as an example. Being a cashier at a Wawa at three o'clock in the morning and you come up to the counter and plunk down a Perrier. (laughs) Like at three o'clock in the morning, that's what you go in and get. Uh, no, I'll go to John if I want Perrier. I'll go to Wawa if I want. Food. Well, I'm using that as an example, but still. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Well, no, no. Well, so this is the thing. When I go in there, there's, um, we have, there's college students in there. Uh-huh. And they always come in groups. So you, I mean, it's, it's five or six of them in lumped in groups. And they order food and they're just all over the place. And, you know, they don't staff that many people at night because you never know what you're going to get. So you may have two people in the kitchen and one person on register. So the line, it's like a social service line. It's right around the door. They're back there hustling. They got to make drinks, smoothies, all this stuff. And then these students, well, you know, they order stuff. They want to change and add on stuff after they've already picked. It's just, it's a mess. So people like me, they just want to get a pretzel or something and just get, they have these, Wawa has some great, um, 
soft pretzels. I've had their pretzels. They're, they're pretty good. Yeah, so if I want to just get in and find out a taste for a pretzel or something I want to go, it's like, okay, I'll just go do that. But, you know, I, I, there's times when I'll go and I'll, I'll drive. I mean, no, get, don't get me wrong. Wawa is less than five minutes away, but it's not like at the corner. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's mm-hmm. like, and if I if I got in my car, got dressed, got in my car and drove up there, I expect to get what I want to get because otherwise I've wasted my time. But if I get there and there's 30 people in Wawa, literally, literally, I'm not being funny, literally 30 people in Wawa, I'm not going to stick around. <sighs> I love I love listening to Lee talk about, you know, getting his things. And a lot of people, I think, I think we talked about Lee and his... Uh, his disdain for the lack of stock on his Hershey pie at Burger King. Um, he went through that period of time too, where he couldn't find a Hershey pie anywhere. I gave up on that. And, that's what I, and you know what? They you could buy it at the store. I don't so know. Those, they were so tiny in those packages. I, you they could, were a ripoff. They were a ripoff. But you know what? Like the pie that I used to buy all the time in Burger King was the apple pie, and they don't sell that anymore. I used to get yeah, the apple well, pie. And all they have is that Hershey pie. But that you could get in the store. I don't know why you would rely on Burger King. You could get a slice of Hershey pie at the supermarket. Not, uh, a slice? A slice. I want it. In the in the in the in the, in the frozen foods? Thing. No, in the frozen food section they sell slices. Oh, I didn't know that. They're the Marie Callender and or, or Mrs. Smith or Mr. Edwards or whatever the oh, hell it's called. See, I had no idea, dude. Mm-hmm. I used to. I, 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 I the bottle thing. Once in a while, I get that craving where I want, you know, because I like chocolate pie. That's one of the things I like, and I make it myself from scratch once in a while. But when I don't make it, I said, okay, when I want my fix, I mean, there's been a couple of times that I get the whole pie, but if I just want a slice. They sell it. I don't, they won't sell just a, a slice, but they sell it like a two pack, for example, and it might be three dollars. And then you got your two slices of pie for three bucks. Go check it out. I'm telling. If they sell it in my supermarket, they must sell it in yours. Mm, they, it might be different down there because you, y'all guys, like I just, you were telling me about that chicken sandwich, and for a while we were confused. We didn't realize the same thing because. They must have tested it out down there. Yeah, but a, but a slice of pie from a from a national brand. I've never seen just one slice in the frozen food in the frozen section. Yeah, I mean, here they sell. I mean, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Right. I, just, I just haven't seen. It. Yeah, because here, like uh, my my people, they well, I, I got a craving for key lime pie is a big thing down here, so I got a craving for some key lime pie. You just don't just don't go and buy a whole pie for eight or nine dollars because. You get sick of it after one or two pieces. You get the individual slice that's in the frozen food section. I don't know. That's like surfer and the beef bacon, I guess, because I've never seen beef bacon for sale in my life in the supermarket. But I did discover sausage bacon recently. Sausage bacon. Yes, it is uh, sausage that is like bacon. And cooked like bacon, and it comes out like bacon, but it tastes like sausage. Uh, see, uh, I know you won't touch that because it's, uh, yeah, there's some swine in that, but still, it's delicious. Tony C would though, so I gotta get oh, yeah, Tony, Tony C. I gotta get Tony C on that uh, sausage bacon thing. But um, so yeah, go. 
Surfer eats the scraps. Yeah, he does. He eats everything. He eats pickle, pig feet, and all that other stuff. <laughs> Pickled pickle, eggs. Pickle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the butt, the shoulder, the, every, every part that you just snout. Anything that's... He's not letting anything go there. He probably cracks the bones open and sucks out the marrow. I was watching uh, Norbit. And uh, what was Norbit's favorite food? Turkey ass. Let's see? <laughs> so. <laughs> oh, man. All right, so. Rasputia. So yeah, Rasputia. That's right. Um, so, Lee's going to go look for individual slices of pie at some point this no, weekend. I'm not, dude. I'm going, oh, this week. <laughs> this week. I don't think you're going to get up now and go look for an individual slice of pie. I mean, listen. In the supermarkets down here, I, now I'm saying this, they, I don't know if they do this up there, but here, like the, the bakery section at the supermarket, they actually sell individual pies, not just a slice. We're talking like an individual personal pie. That's what the supermarket Publix does down here. So if you wanted like a blueberry pie, you could get a individual blueberry pie. For some reason, it's overpriced though because they charge like four dollars for it and then a full-size pie when it's on sale is four dollars so yeah but anyways so go look for your cool. slice of pie uh lee I, I i'm gonna look for the bed that's what i'm about to look for so i gotta get up early i gotta be up at 245 no you don't you're gonna is that yeah, what time you gotta get up to start texting me no i'm not i i'm i i'm I, gotta get I know I you gotta got things to lift do. Some, lift some, lift some weights. Lift some weights. Yeah. All right. So, all right. Well, with that said, for uh, for everybody listening live, everybody listening on the download, and for my good friend, Mister Lee Champion, thank you for filling in for Tony C this week. I Thanks am Double A. We will see you next Tuesday for another edition of the Rant. Have a good night, everybody. Papers.